family, I want to tell you about what we have been using for our laundry detergent. It's Earth Breeze. Say goodbye to those huge plastic jugs and hello to Earth Breeze laundry detergent eco sheets. They look like dryer sheets, but they're not. They dissolve 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. It could not be easier. No measuring or mess. Just toss them in. Earth Breeze has finally made the whole concept of detergent better. The packaging is compact, biodegradable, and plastic free. Their eco sheets are vegan, cruelty free, and dermatologically tested safe for sensitive skin. I have loved using Earth Breeze Eco Sheets. Not only is it a lot better for the planet, it also makes doing laundry easier. I'm not lugging massive plastic jugs out of the grocery store. It arrives at my door. I have more storage and it gets our clothes oh so clean and fresh. Uh, now's the time to try Earth Breeze because right now our listeners can subscribe and save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash momdad to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash momdad for 40 percent off earthbreeze.com slash mom dad your mom and dad your mom and dad your mom and dad your mom and dad Well, hey, welcome home. It's uh, your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. <laughs> Hello. Welcome home. Welcome. Welcome to this. Oh my gosh, it's so cozy today. It is very cozy. It's rainy and cold here in it's Los Angeles. It's been raining so much. And for LA, for it's LA. pouring nonstop. Yeah. It's continued to pour and it's windy and chilly. And we are currently in our pajamas, in our if pajamas. you're watching on our YouTube. I mean, it is fantasy sweet week. So we're yeah. like, we got to get our popcorn out. We got to get our PJs on. Yes. It's slumber party time. It's slumber time. And Jess is very afraid of uh, floods. Um, yeah, I'm afraid of power outages. Power but of outages. Course, flood. Are you, Lee, are you kind of a doomsday fear person? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a bit of a, pre- you know, I'm like a prepper, but I yeah. don't, I'm not, I don't prep enough. Yeah. To, I'm not prepared enough to be a prepper, but I get it. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know the fear. I'm a big, I got, I got all my prep going. Of course, I woke up this morning. I saw that it was pouring rain and I saw that the wind was going nuts. So I looked at Evan. I'm like, we have to get the episode out and I'm yeah. scared of a power outage. I'm like, so what do we have to do yeah, right. to make sure that if this happens, that we're able to yeah. deliver the episode to the family? So yes, I'm a warrior. Okay? Yeah, Jess, <laughs> Jess is like the one of those, you know, like when you're in the house and you're sitting there having a conversation and it's raining outside and you, and you hear like, a, she's like, what was that? Yeah. What was that? Was that? Yeah. Was that? What was that? I mean, <laughs> listen. And then it's a floods too. It's like, wait, is our house going to be flooded? It's like the, you know, but here's the thing. I don't even, I'm not really a worrier when it comes to that stuff, but. We were born and raised in California. So it's like, we've never right. had to, you know, experience those things. So right. I feel like any small thing, I'm so, I just right. have so much admiration for everyone who has to like constantly deal with like weather. I don't handle it very well. <laughs> she gets, she's kind of like a dog. I'm getting nervous talking about it right now. <laughs> What is that? What is that sound? <laughs> but I will say it helps me though. Because yeah. then I can be so not afraid of it mm-hmm. that like I think it I can be blind to actual problems. You have zero preparation in your bones. I have zero like 
end of the world prep fear. And God forbid one day the AI do take over. Mm. Guess who's going to be prepared? That's true. Right over yeah. here. I'm fully prepared. I've got She's all my gonna kids. come out of the ashes like, <laughs> She's like, get in the van. And she's like, you know, in every zombie movie when like there's one person that comes out, everyone's screaming and then this, the guy slides in his van and everyone's like, get in. Yeah. He's shooting his way out. That's going to be I her. will have prepared some <laughs> sort of contraption that has like some high pitched sound that I know the AIs aren't going to like. I'll be, I'll yeah. have been preparing this for years before. So when it does hit, I'm like, okay, everybody, guess what? You're all taking cover with me. So yeah, I'm a little nervous, but you know what? I feel I'm in a very, very good mood today because, well, not only am I excited to talk about this fantasy suite episode because this was potentially the most disastrous fantasy suite we have ever seen. I want to ask you later, Lee, like what what you think (laughs) Zach might have done since you didn't watch it, like to see just knowing of what you've heard of Zach from yeah, us. Yeah. It was the most disastrous fantasy suite episode by a mile. <laughs> I I believe we've ever seen. It was just the most disastrous way to do anything. I've, I mean, like let alone just fantasy suite. It, it was just like, let's make the worst possible decisions. It was just a mess. <laughs> Everything was a, a disaster, mess. Dude. But I am, I'm in a really good mood because I'm excited to talk about that. But also, yeah. We do, and if you follow me on Instagram, you will have seen, but we do have a new member of our home. We got a new puppy. We adopted a puppy. (laughs) His name is Arthur. I would bring him on camera right now, but him and Ashley are sleeping. Mm -hmm. They're (laughs) sleeping. It's since I can't believe we did this, you guys. This is one of those things that like zero premeditation, a little bit of premeditation from you. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit of like massaging in the right direction Uh i'd been talking about it for the past like few weeks and then i was like let's go they're doing an adoption event here like let's go swing by yeah she's like you know what this area of la we never really go over here i heard (laughs) that the food is fantastic (laughs) and oh what's this over here oh this is crazy let's let's go to this random strip mall i'm sure there's some cool stuff over here and then there's oh there's some puppies here i might as well just like see them I think she smells in me weakness <laughs> regarding certain topics. Because at first I was just like, no way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm not even considering it in my brain. And then, you know, it's like love. You meet the one. I know. And then you're like, maybe should we? I don't know. Let's talk. Yeah. Fast forward. You're like, got him in your hands and you're headed home. And you're like, <laughs> what know. just happened? You know? I know. But he is... The sweetest baby boy He's ever. He's a little angel baby. A bunch of people were messaging me and asking me what breed he is. I'm like, we, we sure don't know. Um, He was rescued by the amazing people at Wagmore. And they think he's Chihuahua and uh, Wiener Dog. Yeah. And probably numerous other things. He's got at least those two, it seems like. But him and Ashley are immediate friends. They are just piled on each other, cuddling. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's the cutest thing ever. They're but now cutest. we're in full, like, dog parent mode. I'm like... <laughs> When we adopted Ashley, she was probably almost a year. So now we are in the potty yeah, training. We yeah, are in yeah. full mode, you know, the the not getting a lot of sleep. So we're in it again. Yeah. And Ashley didn't have that puppy vibe at all. Like she was small, but she was like, just, she was never like Henri or like getting into stuff. Mm-hmm. She was always just kind of like curled up on your lap. Just like, hi, we're here. Like old enough to have kind of gone through that. This little dude is just such a little puppy. He's like falling over his hands, you know, like when like the limbs aren't really connected to the brain yeah, yet. Yeah. So they're just floppy. like, yeah, he's so floppy. He's falling all over the place. He is, and he's obsessed with Ashley. All obsessed. he does is sleep. But he like, he does that puppy thing where he doesn't know 
how to like get into a bed nimbly. He just like steps on her head and just <laughs> on her head and just will sit on her. And she's like, get off me. And like, and like he'll have to readjust. And he's just kind of like, I don't know. Ugh. I don't know. It's so cute. So that is the joy of our life right yeah. now. I just feel so happy. So happy. Tired, oh. but so happy. Yeah, tired, but happy. <laughs> he is so, so sweet. Oh, he's the sweetest. Okay, we have to take a quick yeah. pause. Quick yeah, yeah, pause. Yeah. Um, okay, family. Uh, we are chatting fantasy suites today, okay? Mm. And you know, everyone has their overnight bags packed with all the potential things they may or may not need. Mm. Who knows what might be in there? Mm. Um, can I suggest that they use the weekender bag from base? We recently got these bags. And when I tell you that I am obsessed, it is an understatement. It simultaneously fits everything I need it to fit. It keeps it all organized and it's so chic. I love this bag. Love I use the bag. it constantly yeah. base was created by actress shay mitchell to make sleek and affordable bags luggage and accessories designed to help you travel effortlessly while looking fashionable base has thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage 360 degree gliding wheels a cushioned handle built-in weight indicator washable bags for your dirty clothes and all the interior pockets you need to keep organized you gotta go on their website to check out all their amazing luggage the weekender bag is my current personal obsession the place to store your shoes separately at the bottom Fire. game change Okay, so whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash momdad. Go to basetravel.com slash momdad for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash momdad. Um, okay, I was thinking about something the other day that I did want to make known mm -hmm. to the family. Mm -hmm. I've been, you know, I've been online the past few days a lot looking up constant puppy training. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. It's just like all that I'm consuming. But it's led me down a lot of very random uh, Instagram holes. And what I randomly got into that I hadn't seen for a hot minute and I am now offended that you are not on and I think you should be offended too. Don't point at me like that. <laughs> That's a, judge, a lot of judgment at that point. You should be offended of this from this too. Hmm. Dilfs of Disneyland. Evan has never made it onto the Dilfs of Disneyland Feature Instagram me. page. I'm a Dilf. <laughs> He's a Dilf. Don't you, you want to Dilf me? <laughs> I, <laughs> How come no one wants to Dilf me? I scrolled. When I tell you I scrolled for like two hours to see if you happened to be on there and I couldn't find you and I got personally offended for you. Well, I, I've never seen Dilfs of Disney, Disneyland, but now are these people being photographed by someone and then posted or is this like people are reposting their own personal pictures? pictures um i think it's a combination of both i think people are like reposting like if they're if they do a hashtag and the dilf of disneyland sees it maybe they'll post the photo but i think a lot of them are people just randomly seeing dilfs at disneyland mm. and taking photos of them <laughs> and posting it online oh. and you're not on there and i'm offended by that listen here's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna contact dilfs of disneyland mm -hmm. and then let them know when i'll be there <laughs> sure and give your them exact a, schedule yeah and they'll be like i will be at this ride willing to take photos from the here to here and they're like sir we don't know you why are you doing this you're not you don't meet the criteria and i'll be like please it's like wiki feet you know what i mean you're like i want you like people who want to be featured on wiki you know what wiki feet is no it's basically wikipedia for people's feet so yes. it's like all the like celebrity generally celebrities it's like oh if i want to see 
Brad Pitt's feet or whatever. People will have maybe taken a picture while he was in like flip flops in on vacation somewhere, <laughs> and then they're like ranked. So like, whose yeah, feet you rate are top? the feet? Oh, wow. Yeah, you rate the feet. So I have a confession. Yeah. Did you submit yourself? <laughs> I check WikiFeet all the time to see if I've made it on. You want to be featured. I really featured. do. <clears throat> oh, featured. Oh, wow. I really do. I, I, that is like one of those, the pinnacles of like feeling like, mom, I've made it is if I get featured on WikiFeet and I'm absolutely not on there, but I check on it. <laughs> I check on an embarrassingly regular basis to see if Are I will get on there any pictures of WikiFeet. your feet anywhere that could be submitted for this? I mean, I'm sure there's like you know, photos uh, that I've posted Insta stories where my feet are in there, or like podcasts where I don't have shoes on that you could Should find. Should we the submit? Feet. I want it to happen organically, but okay, here's the flip side though. I am also concerned because I have found out in mm -hmm. more recent years, you know, I have like a few friends who are on OnlyFans and they do footwork on OnlyFans. Oh, I have found out that I do not have, you listen, if you're part of the foot fetish community, you know, there's all sorts of different yeah. feet that people in the foot fetish community enjoy. So I'm sure I might be someone's cup of tea, but in general, apparently I do not have a desirable foot. Oh. Apparently it's like, typically they like a small foot okay. and the toes to go down evenly to like slope. Evenly go down. And I <laughs> have a size 10 foot. Okay. I'm only five. She's got some skis on her. I'm only five, five and I have a size 10 foot and I have the longest second toe. It's, it's literally a pencil. It's like a pencil yeah. jutting out of my foot in comparison to the rest of my toes. Well, you have very pretty feet, but I think that what you're getting at is like, they're not the general prescribed foot fetish foot. Correct. And so I am a little nervous that I do end up on uh, wiki feet and then I'll end up seeing it and will be so offended when I get yeah. a one star rating but I also I just I want to be on there you know that feels like ultimate fame to Actually, me. I think for me I'm thinking to myself if I get on Dilfs of Disneyland and then I get a bunch of comments going why is this guy on here <laughs> no. you know what I mean like it's kind of like once you open yourself up to be rated right. you got to be okay with getting a low rating that's true not everyone gets a 10 not everyone gets a full foot fetish foot what about we make an agreement if you end up on Delfs of Disneyland and I end up on WikiFeet, you can check the WikiFeet for me and I'll check the Delfs of Disneyland for you. And if it's going well, we allow the other person to <laughs> okay. see, you know, everyone's responses. And if it's not going well, we just go, you know what? Maybe we don't even share with the other person that they ended up on the site. Even and though I check WikiFeet regularly. If so we do know. end up on either of these sites, I will then spam it positively. To yes. goose up the numbers. Because I'll sure. be like, hey, guys, I'm getting obliterated on Delfts of Disneyland. Can you please tell me how much I want to be dealt, like how much I should be dealt so that I, you know, of have a chance. I feel like I'm more like a dad I'd like to hang with. It doesn't, you know what I mean? Maybe that's more like, what's that? What's that acronym? D are the are all the are all the are all we're gonna try that again are all the dilfs like models and famous actors or is it random like random people you've never even heard of no it's all random people oh it's all random people okay 
That's what I'm saying. So should, yeah, it sounds like I should make a fake Instagram and then like anonymously submit myself. Yeah, maybe I can make a Finsta and I'll start like tagging. If we go to Disneyland, like this, have you seen I'll, this guy? I'll post a photo of you and then I'll start sending it to Delphs of Disneyland. It's probably an easy fix. I'm just, yeah. I was just upset for you and I'm I feel sorry. like you deserve to be on it. Yeah, it's one of those things where I think I'm sad that I'm not on it, but also at the same time, I'm afraid that, you know, like... I would make the cut. If they had know? an Instagram you don't for know hotties that play Zelda, I definitely oh, feel like you'd be on that. of Hyrule? Or just like hot. <laughs> now we're <laughs> talking. Hyrule hotties. Yeah, Hyrule hotties. Yeah, we get, gotta get everybody on there. The full, the, all the hot, the hot community, Hyrule hotties. How do you make a Z, dude? I'm trying to like, I need to like, I need like a, is that it? Where my Z head's at? <laughs> Dude, I just want this to be a thing so bad. I'm sorry, you guys. Like, it started honestly, like when I came up with Z heads. God, okay. Here's the thing: the history of Z heads came from me. Just it just popped out of my brain. Okay, I got a weird brain. It happened. Okay, but now I'm like, there's a movement. I feel it. Yo, I feel it definitely. You know I mean? When you talk about it, I feel it in the DMs. It really surges. And I feel like yeah. the amount of people that have DM'd me saying I I play it. Also, I just started playing it because of you. I feel like there's a bit of a I don't want to say religion, but I'm starting. Might, you might as well. I feel like it's a religion I I would believe in. I just feel like there's something here, and I think we need to get on board with it. And if you're not on board with it, then you're going to hell. I don't know what's like. What's the answer? I don't know. <laughs> just start an extremely toxic religion. Yeah. I, I, well, Hyrule hotties. Hyrule hotties. That, that needs to is, be a, that needs to be an Instagram that started and like everyone posts themselves playing playing Zelda, looking yeah, gorgeous, yeah. and we post every day the Hyrule hotties. Someone <laughs> Hyrule <laughs> hotties is fire. I said dilfs of Hyrule. It's like the worst one ever. Oh my god! It's only dads <laughs> playing <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> Yeah, I roll hotties is so much better. That, so that was good. like a you know like a meeting like of a creative team, <laughs> and the one guy's like Delsa D- uh, Hyrule, and everyone's like, well, okay, you know he is the owner's son, so we have to like <laughs> allow him to say this kind of stuff, and then Lee's the actual creative director, and he's like, well, okay. love that. Okay, <laughs> quick idea, just throw it in there. Hyrule hotties. Wow. Huge fan of that. You know who uh, who I don't feel like is a Hyrule hottie is probably Zach. I feel like he probably thinks playing video games is a waste of time. I think so. So I don't think that he'll be participating in this movement. Yeah. He prefers to stay abstinent for less than 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, when people talk about like a seed retention, <laughs> oh, are you talking about um, when you don't masturbate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You they call, you, wait, <clears throat> wait, hold on. They call it seed retention. That is right? not what they call it. Sperm, they call it yeah, no, sperm, sperm retention. retention. Sperm. Seed. I've, seed? I've heard seed. Seed. I've heard seed. Seed. Seed's gross. Yeah. Is, yeah. Sounds disgusting. Well, it's very biblical. <laughs> it's extremely <laughs> biblical. It makes my it's whole very, body cringe and shake, and I hate it. It's I very don't ancient. like it. I don't like that at all. That term, I don't like. If you want to do that, God bless. I don't like that term. Oh. Um. Maybe he was. Maybe it wasn't about. <laughs> Maybe none of this was about muddying the waters, as he said. Maybe this was about seed retention. And he was like, I've done the whole show. 
and I have maybe and he has I'm it. Finally maybe experiencing he ha- this clarity that people are talking about and this energy because <laughs> people talk about. I have a buddy who's really hippie, and he he showed me. He talked about this years ago, and he's like, "Oh yeah, like you got And I'd never heard about this that like people are really into this thing where you don't come basically uh-huh. for like months, and it's supposed to bring you energy and like enlightenment okay. or something. Yeah. And he was really into it, and he was telling me about. It. I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." So maybe. He got really into this right before the show and thought this is a perfect time. And he thought, I have, I want to get to this time, but the fantasy suites was like five days before. He was looking at it as maybe, see, my my thought was maybe he was looking at it as uh in his alpha his alpha male state. Yeah. That he was like, I have overcome. Yeah. And I do not need to nice word, nice wordplay. Thank you. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think. Coming is beneath me now. It's it's weak. It means you've given up. <laughs> so maybe he's just one of these guys where he's like, I like I don't do that anymore. Yeah, I'm too busy just it's, elevating. It, it's not about it's not about like trying to uh, protect anyone's no. heart or mm-hmm. anything in this. Like he was saying, it's actually just about the fact that he's now been on a roll of not <laughs> going there and. Uh, He's like, I just might as well keep this up. I might as well keep this up. That's a possibility. I just thought of it. I just feel like we should keep that on the table. You know what? I think that it's actually a high possibility. Okay. Right. I think that that, I, that to me with what we've seen of Zach and honestly from what we know of Zach as a YouTube businessman tycoon. As a motivational I, speaker and a uh, someone who runs one of the biggest uh, most successful pyramid schemes. <laughs> I thought that, I that, that, that aligns. I feel like I've seen many clips online of these like very uh, intense men who yeah. are trying to get me to join their business plan talking about not orgasming. So it feels like maybe he's just really practicing that. I mean, it's alpha behavior and we <laughs> love it. This is, this is, this is alpha. This is alpha. Welcome to alpha hour. If he doesn't start a podcast called alpha hour, Featuring the Hyrule Hotties. This is also like a 50s band. Alpha Hour and the Hyrule Hotties. But we were just brand creators. We are just visionary geniuses. But Alpha Hour. Uh-huh. And he's just doing push-ups. Mm-hmm. Not masturbating. Mm-hmm. And selling you on products. Uh-huh. Should we get into it? Yes. Let's dive in. Firstly, I have from... Okay. From everything you have heard from us, from Zach, how do you think... Him going into fantasy suites. How do you think he handled it? Oh, I, I it, it sounds like a train wreck. Yeah. <laughs> From someone calling it sex week. Yeah. I mean, that's just a red flag to begin with. Mm-hmm. Sex week. But then there's, it's, he's calling it sex week, but he might be on this whole seed retention thing. <laughs> you know, is this his, I think it's his, like, he's like doing this so he can do his YouTube MLM thing. Like I retain oh. my seed yeah. through the entire season of the oh, show. Oh, so this is going to then be like what he, this is like what he yeah. pushes at the end to sell. Right. What like, like, yeah, okay. I've transcended. <laughs> like, like I'm going to show you right now how you can also do that. Even when you're in a situation like this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I like this. This angle. lines up to me. Yeah. This lines up. Yeah. To Cause me. he's like, now he's, he's proven experience. You know, we have a lot of, um, a lot of t- self-help teachers online that you wonder like, why should I listen to you? What's your experience? You know what I mean? Like there's people, Hey, you got to get up at 5am and take an ice bath. And you're like, who are you? Yeah. Right. You know, are you a Navy seal? Like, who are you? <laughs> He's going, Hey, I went through this process. You could be just like me. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Okay. Okay. I like mm-hmm. this. Well, okay. he attempts, he attempts this. This is where the beginning of sex week starts. Oh. Okay. 
he sits down. First of all, I feel like this should be a chant. It should be sex week. Sex week. Sex week. Sex week. It's like we're Nordic, you know, like soldiers going into war. Like sex week, <laughs> sex week. It's all that matters. Well, he sat down with uh, with his soldier, Jesse Palmer. We don't talk. <laughs> it's just sex for 13 hours. We know what this week is about. It's about 13 hours of sex. It's about 12 hours of sex. Three times. <laughs> it's about 36 hours. Wait, no. 24. I don't know about the math. 36. 36 hours of sex. That's what this is about. No conversation. I've been training <laughs> for this level of sex for years. And He's I, actually been training for the uh, the seed retention. The seed retention. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, <laughs> basically, he sat down with his soldier, yeah. Jesse Palmer. Um, to Jesse Palmer's shock, I'll put it in quotations because... Oh, I got a lot of thoughts yep. about this. But he sits down with Jesse Palmer and he immediately lets him know that this is going to be a very specific week for him. Yes. He is not going to be having sex in the fantasy suite. He says, we all know that this is sex week, but mm. I will not be having sex in yes. the fantasy suites. Mm -hmm. um, Jesse Palmer is shocked. Yeah. And again, I say shocked with quotations because I have mixed feelings about Zach declaring this. Mm. Uh First and foremost, I think it's absolutely nuts. Well, yeah, and it's also like he's like, wait, this is your second time. It's true. Like you, this is supposed to be your second full time through fantasy suites, no sex. Yes. Well, so, he does definitely m mention his uh, his past fantasy suite experience. He's like, I know because I know that you get to know each other for better or for worse yeah. in the fantasy suites. I'm like, stop <clears throat> bringing up Rachel. Right, but what I'm saying is like, he's this will be number two, and he's going, wait, you don't have sex again. <laughs> He's like, can you explain to me like why you're here? Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think it's absolutely bananas yeah. that this man declared in public that he will not be having sex during the fantasy suite It just suite makes week. no sense to me. Why is it a public thing? Like, Why are you declaring this? And also like, okay, there are so many other ways you can go about this. Is it, If this is your choice, if yes. this is what you want, Totally understandable, completely valid. There have been so many times, I'm sure, in the past that bachelors and bachelorettes throughout millennia have gone into the fantasy suites and don't have a physical intimacy with yeah. anyone. Um, so I think that's so valid that that's what he wants. But why are you saying it on camera? Okay. First, why are you saying it on camera? Second, why are you saying it at the very beginning? Maybe it's like accountability. You know what I mean? It's like if you were to like, I am going to run a marathon and I'm saying it right now on social media. I'm saying it right now to my followers. I'm going to run a marathon. And if I don't, you can absolutely barbecue me. Maybe it's like one of those. He's like, and the only way I know I'll truly do it is if I say it out loud. Yeah. I mean, potentially that makes sense. He's got some sort of like, you know, it's like a, it's a, well, it's a very alpha move. That's so alpha. You know, to be like, <laughs> I remain. Steadfast. Checked, steadfast. It's time for Alpha. Accountable. <laughs> you guys are my army. Keep me accountable. But that's the thing. It's like, okay, <clears throat> why are you saying it publicly? Yeah, I don't know. All right. Very because strange. Because first and foremost, why? You're just asking yourself to fail. This is a conversation that can very easily be had behind closed doors you're about to step into fantasy suites where you have no cameras right there's no lights there's no cameras you have 
all this time where you can share this, if this is what you feel like you need to share yes. with each woman, mm -hmm. okay? But also, my, what just is boggling my mind through the whole process is that when it is declared sex week, mm -hmm. I immediately think you're now putting this label on something that perhaps the women who are involved mm -hmm. don't want that to be attached to that. Yeah. Do you understand what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, okay, sure. I know it's the fantasy suite and it's, it's always alluded to that that's a potential that what might happen, like, you know, they put the little do not disturb on the door and they do the whole rigmarole of it, but it's still never been labeled sex week. So you maybe have one or even all three of the women who are like, you know what? I don't feel comfortable putting my whole physical intimate life out there for everyone to hear. Mm. And so when you label it sex week, it immediately makes it so to the audience. And maybe the women that you are about to go be with aren't comfortable talking about that because I mean, for so long in the past, we've never had that happen. I mean, right. this is never, this is unfounded. Yeah. Like I'm kind of going, it kind of feels like there's an assumption on his end that like I already, like it's my choice whether we're going to have sex yes. with all three of these people yes. as opposed to kind of like a, we'll both have a conversation about whether we both want to do it and they might decide I don't want to do it. <laughs> but it's almost like we <laughs> all know what this week is. Y'all try to have sex with me. Now I'm shutting you down. I'm shutting your butts down. Okay. I know y'all want this <laughs> and I know you're all jonesing for this, but I am retaining. Okay. I'm in a retainment cycle. <laughs> And I'm not going to let you sirens tempt me out of the, oh you know what I mean? Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, but that's, <clears throat> but that's, there's this energy of like, wait, wait, don't they, can't they say they don't want to have sex either if they wanted to or that they do? Like it does strangely feel like he's not taking into account that like this is a two way street. Yes. It's almost like they're a done deal. Now it's up to me whether I want to do it or not. Yes. It definitely had that energy to it. Mm -hmm. Like when he was sitting with Jesse, the energy absolutely felt like, I know everyone wants to have sex with me. Yeah. And I'm going to make the call. Yeah. Where there's not like the, you know, the autonomy of, of the women involved where it's like, you know what? There's other people involved in this. Yeah. And maybe none of them want to. And again, this is a conversation that you could have behind closed doors. Even if you don't have it behind closed doors at the Fantasy Suites, it is a conversation you could have later. Like after yeah. the show's over with whoever you choose. All of these things are... What, when I'm when I'm, when I'm racking my brain to try to figure out like how and why, mm -hmm. I just I did not like the energy. I'm totally with you. I did not like the energy of. Did it feel like? Do you think it's gotten to his head like the show has a little bit to I where feel like a little bit. maybe there's this thing of I have been in control for so long mm -hmm. that like I don't even know what it's like to not kind of have to make the calls for every little thing. Yes. Because it kind of feels like he's lost the, wait, how do you feel about this? Yes. It's like, well, no, this is all my choice. And you're all fawning over me. Want me to be your husband. Want to have sex with me. Yes. Want to date me. So it's really up to me now. Because, you know, in the past too, we've had people leave. We've had people, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just, he's, I think it's like, he's completely in control in his mind. And there's this, I, it's up to me. Yes. And it was, it was And the I am way being kind of a... 
a martyr of my own sexuality to like not do it. So I'm going to martyr my desires in order to prove to you that like I am the so respectful. Yeah, it almost felt like yeah, like a little bit of a hero complex yeah, mm-hmm, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, no, 100% what you said. Like he has this feeling of like, watch me do this. Like, yeah, I like don't. This is going to blow minds. <laughs> it's like, I'm going to be the hero who shuts everybody down yeah. because I, this is how it's supposed to be because yes. Sean Lowe said such, which I want to talk mm-hmm. about why we brought up Sean Lowe. But first, we have to take a quick pause. Okay. Um, family. Oh my God. It has been raining a lot in LA, like we said, the last few mm-hmm. weeks um, for LA. And there's nothing better on a chilly, rainy day than a home cooked meal. But problem is, What if you're no good at cooking like myself? Okay, how am I supposed to make a delicious home-cooked meal if I'm not good at cooking? It's actually quite simple. I use HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Uh, I get to skip those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. Mm, Listen, with the cost of groceries going up and up, now is the perfect time to get started with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is cheaper than the grocery store shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. But the food tastes like top restaurant quality meals. HelloFresh has 40 weekly recipes to choose from for all meal occasions, lifestyles, and preferences. You're able to take your pick from delicious meals like their soy glazed salmon with rice or mushroom and chai risotto. Oh my God, I'm drooling. That sounds so good. So good. Maybe we can have it for dinner. Um, oh, also the other yeah. day I tried their lemon lemony spaghetti with Brussels sprouts. Mm. Oh my gosh, so it's delicious. All good. It's all good. Everything is so good because with HelloFresh, you're getting seasonal ingredients picked at peak ripeness for quality you can taste. Uh, their ingredients travel from the farm to your home in less than seven days so you know they're fresh go to hellofresh.com slash momdad60 and use code momdad60 for 60% off uh, plus free shipping again go to hellofresh.com slash momdad60 and use code momdad60 for 60% off plus free shipping okay so listen you all know how we feel about our pets you know we love our pets Mm, oh so much they are our family they're family pets our family they deserve the best and if you have a cat The best is Pretty Litter, uh, and you're going to love it because you can say goodbye to that litter box stink. Pretty Litter is the best in class with superior odor control, and that's just one reason to love it. Here are some other reasons. Mm. Let's talk about their litter crystals. Mm -hmm. Pretty Litter crystals change color to indicate early signs of potential illness like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and more. And like Jess said, superior odor control. Nothing beats Pretty Litter odor control. It's ultra absorbent uh instantly traps odor it's lightweight virtually dust free and works for up to a month without clumping that means no wasting litter no litter waste and pretty litter ships free right to your door in a small lightweight bag that means no massive container of litter taking up space you don't have to lug that bulky container from a store to your car into your house um i know for my dad who has a cat he's obsessed with the dust free aspect my sister's also not sneezing so much which is amazing and my dad also is quite neat so he's not worried anymore about the dusty paw print all over the house. Uh, you're going to love it and your kitty will too. What's better than that? Get Pretty Litter today. Go to prettylitter.com slash momdad to save 20% on your first order. That's prettylitter.com slash momdad to save 20% on your first order. prettylitter.com slash momdad. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Um, okay. I would know I was going to talk about Sean, but okay. <sighs> Here's the thing. I just have so many thoughts. And 
trust and believe. Yeah. Mom is about to go off later in the episode. Um, You're feeling the burn. You're feeling the, the bubbling. You know, I felt some serious rage watching this. You're feeling this. the blood boil. Specifically the way that then this was handled. Yeah. Okay. Very specifically the yeah. way mm. of which um, the moment with Gabby was shared without her consent. And that, how that got went down. very weird. Yeah, I got quite mad about that. So mama's going to go off. But as far as the, like the whole beginning of this, like I said, there was two pieces of it to me. It was like the one part that felt just so like, what are you doing? My yeah, guy? Yeah. Why are you saying this out loud? Now you're making it sex week. And now it's that way for everybody. And maybe they don't want it to be viewed that way. The other women, yeah. if they feel more private mm -hmm. about their personal life or a personal sex life, you know, um, and then also have these conversations, not on camera. You're about to have time alone. And again, also you could have them later after you choose someone whatever or you don't tell anybody at all yeah or you don't tell anybody at all well, and obviously keep it. that's the first choice <laughs> that's the first choice you don't tell anybody at all you keep it in your heart safe and you go this is what i'm gonna do and if one of the women you know says i would like to have sex with you tonight and then you go you know what i think i'm gonna hold off yeah it's like maybe in bed while you're kind of sitting there talking yeah. you just go hey like just between me and you like this week i'm kind of really trying not to cross this boundary yes for personal reasons yes i get clouded i can't think straight you know and for me in the past sex has clouded my judge who knows what it is i don't even know the reason why he's doing this but i'm saying whatever the possible reason right. is that is a personal intimate conversation you have and if you want to tell each woman that and then don't have sex with them totally cool great but by declaring it to the world <sighs> to everyone then you put yourself in this trap that if you don't succeed, mm -hmm. it is a diabolical nightmare. Yes. And so, which Absolute, we see unfolds. And I saw so that was the, burn. yeah. And that's the strange thing to me where I'm just like, like, <clears throat> where's the, I guess, discretion. Like, we, like, do you think I'm just so confused? Like, where does this even come from? Well, I, I, I feel like there's a, there's numerous parts to it. Like you were saying, I think there is a level of a hero complex going on yeah. and like, I'm in control. Or if it was like hyper-religious, if it was like, yo, I don't do this. And so like, just so you know. He does like, mention Catholic guilt later at one point. So maybe yeah, there's a religious piece. I mean, piece. that was like lasted 24 hours. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> one thing if you're maybe like. maybe he's got the guilt of it. And I think if he would have said to JP, if we would have heard, or when he said to the women, hey, just FYI, mm -hmm. um, I'm not going to be having. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that was me drinking water. Continue. <laughs> that sounded like an inappropriate sound during yeah. this conversation. I was just, sorry, I just have like a soundboard over here and I'm making sex noises. <laughs> what was I going to say? I don't even remember. Um, oh, no. If he, When he was having the conversation with Jesse Palmer, yeah. if his conversation would have looked like, hey, I, I like you were saying, I feel like it might cloud my judgment a little bit yeah. and I know how I can be and I might get caught up mm -hmm. and I want to really, you know, but when he was talking to Jesse Palmer and the women, it was very much like, I will not be doing this because and it almost felt like, because you all won't be able to <laughs> handle the situation. Yeah. It was like muddy the waters, whatever that means. Like, right. I'm like, I, I you mean, think it's going to cause like a fight with the women. Yeah, like, that's I don't the want vibe. a cat fight. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind of got this vibe a little bit. Like yeah. they don't have like, 
they might lose their minds. Yeah. They all might really get fall in love with me in a whole different way, and then they're gonna freak, you know. And I'm trying to, so I don't know, I don't know, but it just it, it that has was a, the vibe. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. The Without vibe, it tied to like, like a specific reason, yeah, it was very like strange. Yes. I didn't know where he was going with it. So that was the vibe I was getting. Yeah. So I wasn't liking the vibe, to be completely honest. But then here's the flip side. I keep saying there's the two parts. Yeah. The other part that I'm trying to acknowledge in this is what I can't not think about production. Sure. The fact that this is now like the headline everywhere. It's the new lingo. It's sex week. And the fact that he had the grand idea to for the first time ever on this show say something like that and say it before the fantasy suites like so publicly and make it a whole thing and then tell all the women while they're eating mm. you know or Katie later like before the like the date was barely in motion that he was like sex week won't be having it yeah it feels very heavily producer involved not in the sense that he didn't have a say I mean he clearly has a say that he can say that or not it's just more of the vibe of I can see a lot of conversations happening behind the scenes uh, with Zach in production being like, hey, remember what happened with our last Bachelor, Clayton? Yeah. And, you know, the fallout from that. And also, he's probably thinking about that, too. He's seeing what happened with Clayton. Sure. And it was like all the hurt that resulted in that. And then Clayton having to face the negative feedback that came from, you know, him then with Susie leaving and then him telling Gabby and Rachel, like I was intimate with both of you. So maybe there, there's part of that mm. in his brain. He's already thinking about yeah. that. And then producers coming up and being like, well, you know what happened the last time? And he said it publicly. Maybe you say you're going to do the opposite publicly and America will love you and it will yeah. go very well. Well, cause it's also like branded. Like sex week. That That's sounds like saying. something. You know what I mean? That's like it's like very nice. It's like buttoned up nicely. Like right. Sex week. You know, it's not <laughs> like you know. It's one of those. It's the week. Right. You know, he's like sex week coming sex this week. fall. You know what A I mean? Right off your paradise. Sex week. It's very like sex week. You yeah. know. It's also very like. Yeah, it almost seems like maybe they were having a conversation and they put that bug in his ear. That's another option. It's like they were like, well, you know, you know that week it's like sex week. I think he's very susceptible and then he goes, to the bug in the ear. Yeah, too. then he goes, yeah, it is like sex week. That's a lot of pressure. I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. So I'm feeling a combination while I was watching this of him having a little bit of a hero complex um, and then simultaneously production being like, America will love you if you declare yeah. that you won't. That's very interesting. I do feel like one thing seems for certain, mm -hmm. and that's like if he came up with this idea completely on his own, it was heavily reinforced by production. Yes. They were like, that's a really good idea. Yes. I honestly, I've been doing this show for 20 years. Like, if someone did this, I really feel like it would bring so much, it, bring so much clarity. Yes. And then it's he's like, like <laughs> yeah, totally. You know what I mean? Because like, the people are going to love it. Yeah. They're going to love you. They're going to love the women are gonna, The women are going to appreciate this. They're going to appreciate the fact that you're not asking what their thoughts are before going into this conversation, that they have autonomy in this situation, yeah. too. They're going to love it. Coming this fall. Production. Guardian. <laughs> and it shows Zach with like a huge shield. He'll guard your heart. He won't let feelings hurt. He won't let you get hurt because he'll be at the gates battling down your sexual urges no you will not have sex with me 
Heart Guardian <laughs> featuring The Rock. And it's just him in like a like a knight's uniform. And he's just like, draw. You will not. These gates will not be penetrated. You will not be penetrated by my by me. For I am the heart guardian. <laughs> this is like one of those bad like um 90s Christian movies. The heart guardian. <laughs> oh and the women are just like, ah, but he's like, I'm here to save you from your sexual desires. <laughs> yes. <Shing. laughs> this is production coming in yeah. hot. And like, like, they showed him that they showed him the trailer and he's like, I, I, I can't say undeniable. no. I can't say no. I mean, that is undeniable. Thank God I have my shield. Okay, continue. Yes. Yes. But, 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 like I said, it just feels very much like all those things yeah, happening yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those things happening yeah, to definitely. me. Definitely. Okay. So the big part is, though, that he yeah. brings up Sean in the conversation. Yeah. He lets Jesse know that really what inspired him is a conversation with Sean. Um, and what I would like to know yeah. is did I miss something? I don't remember because he said like, oh, talking to Sean like really helped me make this decision. I don't. I went back and I rewatched at least their last conversation. Yeah. Now, maybe Zach is just looking at maybe <laughs> there's a high possibility. Oh, he's watched him. That Zach, because they're now best friends, that he has studied Sean's season. Mm. Just he's 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 been manually logging it all down, yes. studying Sean's season top to bottom he mm. wants to wear his skin he wants to be sean so maybe because he's watched the season he's like i'm gonna do exactly what sean did because as far as i know they didn't have at least that i remember a specific conversation on camera about what sean did and how he handled the fantasy suites yeah and i feel like if they did we would have seen that right i feel like that's yeah. probably a big conversation i mean it's possible that they just had you know they talked for an hour and then they filmed five minutes of it and they're like they had a bunch of conversations but the vibe I'm getting uh -huh. from seeing Zach, he's kind of an intense guy. Yeah. And that like, maybe they had like, maybe he was talking to Sean and Sean was like, yeah, you know, um, I know it was hard for me during that week to like, whatever, to get my head on straight. And he's like, okay, did you have sex with everyone? And he's like, well, not everyone or no, I didn't. And he's like, did you like that? And he's like, kind of helped me. You know what uh -huh. I mean? I don't uh -huh. know. And then Zach kind of does the thing like where, instead of doing the 20 pushups prescribed by the doctor, he's like, I'm going to do 10,000 a day. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, so like Sean's like, you know, you should kind of just figure it out. Like you should kind of go into each night and go like, you know, should, if I don't really like this person that much, maybe I shouldn't have sex in order to not uh -huh. lead this person on. And then Zach's like, I'm never going to have sex again for the rest of my life. Maybe. And he's like, well, I personally think that that is a little bit of a jump. You know what I mean? And then he's like, dude, look at my new shield. I just got it from the prop, you know, prop department. I don't know. But you know what I mean? Maybe there's just a level of like he just he he took an inspiration and uh, went way too far with it. I could see that happening. One thousand yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. I get that vibe because yeah. I, all I could think about is Sean being at home being like, no. He's like, what? No, I, I didn't. Why did you bring this up? He's like, if I it wasn't for that. Sean, none of this. I, I like, that. And then like later on, you see him talking to like 
all the girls he's sitting them down he's like to be honest with you i didn't want to do this at all but sean talked me into it and sean's like wait 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 wait, 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 wait. i just told you what i what are you talking about he's like honestly i didn't even want to do this sean and i came up with a 10 point plan okay point one and then there's a b and c we had a full plan we figured this out together don't have sex with a b or c that was the plan it was sean's idea sean i I wanted to have sex with you guys trust and believe do not tell zach a secret do not tell zach a secret zach made it clear later in the episode that he cannot lie that he cannot lie he cannot lie he's kind of (laughs) like his whole thing is like i can't say you know i can't tell a lie but it's not even a lie because personally there's a difference between the truth yeah and a lie right uh-huh. a lie is i didn't sleep with her when he did yeah that's a lie uh-huh. i have to always tell the truth i think this is actually very I'm, I'm really i'm really i'm kind of like you know this is next level there's a big difference between always telling the truth versus never telling a lie never telling a lie is saying, I'm not going to go out of my way and tell you something that's completely non-truthful. Yes. Like if Katie would have asked him, yes. did you have sex with Gabby? Yes. And he goes, no. That, that's, that's a lie. That's saying, I, I never lie by saying, I did. Yes. That's calling, I never lie. Always speaking the truth is no one asking you. Correct. And you telling them stuff they didn't even ask for, but it's the truth. <laughs> It's almost like, like it's almost like has to always tell the truth and he can't keep a secret. It's almost like if if if, if like it. you're with someone and then you just wake up and you look at your partner and go, I have regular sexual fantasies about your friends. And you're like, <laughs> What why did you tell me that? It's the truth. And I, I have to always I tell always the truth. Tell the truth. Yes. Your friend, I have a massive crush on. Like, why <laughs> oh are you telling me this? I think we because talked about <laughs> I always tell the truth. I think we you talked about I mean? this with Dave Neal a little bit where it was uh, like, yeah. I think Dave was saying something about like this guy is the type of guy that you're like, sometimes you shouldn't say something that's going to hurt somebody yeah. just because it's going to like, it's going to help you get it off your chest. Like right. there's a level of like my guy, you need to Which learn Gabby to- alludes to later. Yes, she does. Yes, yes she does. And it's like, my guy, you need to know that you sometimes shouldn't say all the things and declare all the things. Yes. He's kind of got that where he's like, I need to report to everyone immediately. Yeah. You know what he's almost like? He's almost like a Dwight Schrute in that way where he's like, there's an honor to, I stole a pencil at work and, and I need to tell my, uh, like my boss immediately. And if he fires me, (laughs) so be it because that is honor. It's almost like that, right? There's almost like this kind of honor aspect to it where it's like, (laughs) boss, 17 years ago, I stole a three ring binder. In section 47A, it says, if you steal a three ring binder, that is punishable by law. I'm ready to take my punishment. (laughs) The boss is like, uh. boss is like, what? Oh, okay. Okay, I uh, I guess I'll. uh, Do you want me to punish you? I I am at your mercy. He like bows. You know, at his feet, he goes, I'm willing to take any punishment. It's kind of that energy. It is. <laughs> it's like hyper, like honor. You know what I mean? Where it's like, no one asked. Or, well, I don't know why you're even doing any of this in the first place. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
heart go. <laughs> <laughs> I see it. It's like shing. Stroll, stroll. And then everyone's like, what? No, I'm down to have sex. <laughs> no, you are not. You will hurt you too bad. Kind of vibe, you know? Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. The man can only tell the truth. Truth over all. You'll hear it whether you don't want it. It's coming at you, baby. Um, let's get into Ariel. Yes, let's talk about Ariel. Mm. Ariel, I mean, she's amazing as yes, always. always. Always just fantastic. Um, one thing that really stuck out yeah, for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. speaking of Zach with his declarations, was there was a moment when they were eating dinner together yeah. where Zach, when he told her about his yeah. decision with sex week and right, he would right, not right. be having sex with anyone. Yeah. First of all, she was like, okay, and was trying to process it. And she was, yeah, and even the way he was saying it, it wasn't like, it wasn't like, it, that, that, that was another thing too, was like, it wasn't super like natural. No. It almost like he wasn't even sure why he was doing it. Because there, yeah. there was this energy of like, and I think for me, and there's parameters, and I kind of want, and I think that that's best. You know what I mean? It wasn't just like, yeah. hey, um, for me, I don't want to do this because I think it's the best call for me. Totally. It's kind of like, and I believe that kind of like, what was it? What did I rehearse? Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So like, right. and I think she kind of felt that energy too of like, you know. Yeah. And she's like, it's okay. <laughs> she like, yeah. I don't think she loved hearing it, but she respected his decision. Yeah. But what she said to him, and I think she threw him a goddamn lifeline in that moment, yeah. is she said, okay, I'll be honest with you. Like, that's not normally how I go about yeah. my life. Like, I like to kind of live in the moment a little more because from my perspective, if you say you're not going to have sex in the fantasy suites, you'll probably have sex in the fantasy suites. Mm. The wisdom of yeah. that moment, the wisdom. And she gave him a lifeline in that moment. That could have been Zach's moment where he went. And I felt like he had a see his face and he kind of smiled and it was almost like oh is he going to change his mind yeah. that could have been the moment where he said you know what maybe you're right mm. uh, you know what forget it let's just let's just move forward and it, if it happens it's just let's let's leave this organic yep. and i won't make this declaration and then i'll move forward with the rest of my dates just organically and yep. not make it this no sex week sex week she threw him that lifeline of like hey you know what something to think about that if you set yourself up for something so publicly, yeah. you probably are going to end up doing it. Yeah. Cause it was, it was like a, it was like a human condition thing. It yes. was like, she knew like, she's like, I do, I don't, I normally don't like to put parameters or rules on anything because what happens is, is once you say you're going to do something, you generally fail at it or don't do it because <laughs> you put all this pressure you're on it. You're putting all the pressure on it. If you just kind of let it flow. Yeah, let it happen organically. Then you are we're all, end up, we're adults. We're going to be consenting adults in this. Yeah. Like, let's see what happens organically. There's no need to, you know, make these, these wild statements beforehand yeah. and then hurt people. Yep. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? She gave him that lifeline and she gave him some serious wisdom. Mm. And, no sex uh, week. And <laughs> he, he, uh, he didn't take it. He didn't bite. Yeah. So. She, but she just was, she was amazing. I know. The whole time she was kind of, you know, mysterious. She's always mysterious and cool. She was very, um, like, intoxicating the way she would look at him. Mm -hmm. Like, she just played it perfectly, and they seemed to have a really good connection. I mean, definitely seems just, like, out of his league in a lot of ways, <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. Like, there's just a lot, of, like, even just the way that she moves is very, like, 
you're not yeah you're not operating in the same world no you know what no. i mean like she's with like diplomats and like ambassadors and like being flown all over the world to you know not speak back. at the un <laughs> like it's just she's got that energy everything's like yes fantastic you know yes yeah so then but you know, i thought 100 percent it was it was gonna be with ariel because we saw obviously in the previews beforehand that it looked like he did end up having sex with someone and I was like for sure Zach is so attracted to Ariel. And you saw Gabby crying in the previews. You saw Katie, Katie crying, crying in the previews. So you figured and so you they, didn't see Ariel crying because Ariel is. Yeah. She didn't cry. She She's rock solid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no I I was obviously I think like the rest of the world assuming that it was Ariel. Yeah. And there was even that moment when they were on their date where Zach was like my body's physically hot for Ariel. Yeah. <laughs> He's just dripping He's sweat. like, I'm so into I'm so... And they were like making out and it was My intense. seat is seconds away from not being retained. <laughs> okay, that is so gross. <laughs> I can't handle it. Um, yeah, and so, you know, they have their night and their vibe and they're making out in the pool and, you know, you think it's going to happen just because they're so physically like attracted to each other it seems yeah like. and then they give this like absolutely beautiful landscape shot of where they're staying and it's yeah. just candlelit everywhere that huge pool that is just like screaming to be swum swimming swimming let's go swimming me and you tonight in our bikini in our my trunks let's go swimming would that be an ick if everything was perfect and then he just would say swumming? Like, what? <laughs> I'd have to then have the <laughs> have the self-awareness to be like, well, bitch, you said that too. So I guess it can't be an ick. Um, um, but no, he... Um, his plan is going along uh, going along swimmingly. His after plan this. is going along Right? Swimmingly. They wake up. I didn't, I didn't have sex with her. Everything's good. One out of one down. He's like, check and check. Mm -hmm. And yeah, next morning, though, it definitely seemed like whatever went down, it went well. Yeah. Like they seemed seem like a happy. great night together. Um, she says that he looks very well rested. He says she's a liar, which means they were up till the wee hours. Talking, right? having yeah, fun, whatever. Yeah, of course. Whatever. But it went well. It went well. During this whole thing, we get a shot where, of course... Gabby is allowed to view them walking to their date to let her spiral more because Gabby is upstairs on the fantasy suite. So like there, the fantasy suite is a two story little condo. Yeah. Gabby's upstairs. <laughs> so they, she can hear the like more, more, more through the walls. And so they they just put her in the situation. She's got just, just a cone up against <laughs> yeah, the wall. Yeah, yeah. They have a light. She has a, she has a live feed of their room. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, they just roll it in. They just roll in the TV. They're like, here, Gabby, we thought you might want to see you this. You watch TV in a while. It's Here just you like go. A, it's Turn just, it on. It's yeah, just a live hidden feed camera. going. Yeah. Oh my God. And Gabby's like, yeah. Because she was smiling. She's journaling. She's just like, I hate everyone. <laughs> She's like, what is happening? You know, the journaling's classic. She's just sitting there like, what is she journaling? <laughs> it's just nothing. It's just scribbles. Yeah, it's just, like, just, <laughs> just letting it out. Oh, uh, She was spiraling. Yeah, Gabby is struggling. And I have to tell you, watching this, my heart was like, my heart was with her. Mm. I, when we were watching it together, I was very resonating with how she was feeling. Mm. Like, when I am feeling really, really anxious, I feel that. Like, I felt like watching her, she was, you know, and I don't want to speak for her, but it felt very much like on the verge of having an anxiety attack and just feeling like when she went off, to the uh, to the side to talk to producers and was just like this is how I feel and in in that panic like my heart hurt it was just that feeling of 
exhaustion mm. and confusion and frustration and almost ev- all the things that have been building up over the past, you know, two months hit. And then I feel like we see this a lot too with um, different individuals after hometowns. I think it's even goes beyond the pressure of fantasy sweet week. I think it's you're coming off of hometowns and all of a sudden it does feel more real because you introduced this person to your family. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're on the plane probably going to the uh, fantasy suite location with the remaining women or the remaining men. And they're all like, yeah, our dates went great too. And you're like, fuck, I thought mine probably went the best. And now I'm hearing all about this. Now, what I will say they didn't do this season, which they've done a few times and it's the meanest shit of all time. It does cause so much drama. Zach didn't need that. He was like, I'll take care of it. Yeah, yeah. But they sometimes have the men or the women stay in the same house together during fantasy suites. So like the person will come home in the morning and everyone's waiting and then they leave and then they're sitting around talking together all day. Their hair's disheveled and they're like, we just talked. (laughs) (laughs) A thousand percent. And then, you know, everyone's just sitting there just trying not to ask every question. And they always have them sit down next to them. Yeah. Oh, they have both the people waiting. And they're like, (laughs) How was your night? Like, good. What did you eat for breakfast? (laughs) Both of them always waiting at the door when the person's about to walk in. And it's Uh, just like, this is so mean. This is already so stressful. So they didn't do that um, this round. They had everyone have their own separate rooms, which is much healthier psychologically for everyone, I believe. Um, But yeah, Gabby was struggling. And like they had this whole date plan where they were getting on a boat and they were getting sent to a private island. They were going to swim. It was so glorious. I had this whole concept, though, that I had them jump off the boat and it looked like they were going to have them swim to it. Yeah, right. I thought there was going to be something like all of a sudden the big twist and they're just like love survives but will you and then they just the boat takes yeah. off and they're left on this Not island 24 hours in the middle of the ocean will you survive if you think your love is strong check this out and the just have like them release piranhas and they're like go <laughs> <laughs> they How just have all these this? things simulated on the island yeah. that they're having to fight off and ward off wild animals. They have no, they can't make a fire. Yeah. You know, they have a rain machine that comes over and starts and they're shivering. And they're like, we've partnered up with Naked and Afraid <laughs> to bring you fantasy sweets. Yeah. Welcome to hell, contestants. So Carry these rocks. Yeah, it becomes a thing like strip all, strip naked now. And they're like, okay. And they get naked and they're like, all right, hunt. <laughs> You'll be here for the next 21 days. <laughs> if you live... You'll make the 20 grand or whatever. Naked and afraid there's not even a prize at the end. No. Really? It's just the honor of making it through. <sighs> I don't think so. I feel like I've looked into it. I think they pay them like a little bit. Yeah, but like, there's not like a prize. They pay for their airfares. Yeah. There's not a prize at the end. Oh my God. It's just, just, just saying that you were able to do it. Yeah. So I thought maybe, you know, I had just yeah, kind of a, a fantasy, fantasy that maybe that would be what would happen. Right. And be no. like, you feel a little anxious, Gabby? Survive the island. Well, it, it didn't help too because like they made them jump off the boat. The spirit of Chris Harrison is just hovering oh over the God. giant volcano. He's like the, he's like the uh, Wizard of Oz. And he's like, hello. <laughs> like remember, like Lost, right? It's like it's like you gotta you're on the island. You have no idea what's happening. They hit you over the head with a rock, so you're kind of like dazed and concussed, bleeding. You have to make a gauze out of this 
Smud. <laughs> everyone, meanwhile, everyone else has normal dates. We're like, let's push it. <laughs> <laughs> Gabby and Katie have normal dates. Or sorry, Ariel and Katie have normal dates. Yeah. And then Gabby's date She's lasts like, for six months. <laughs> yeah. Like, what happened? They're like, oh, they're still on the island. It's a full castaway. It's been years. Yeah. <clears throat> they like don't know who they are anymore. She comes back. She's like, oh. oh. She's like, I had to remove my own teeth with an ice skate. <laughs> it's like, I made a friend with a Wilson and his name was Wilson. They're like, you just, you just, you're, you're, you just, you just lived Castaway? You just, you just, she's like, that's the only thing I knew what to do. He gave me a ball. He was my best friend. <laughs> um, well, it might as well have been because well, she, she was really struggling. It was like such a cool date and beautiful setup. And she was just really in her head and extremely anxious. And um, I sympathized with her. That's what I'm saying. And I, I will say this. At first, I was like, you know, you see the you see Katie and you see Ariel both navigating this show. Mm -hmm. And I will say, I don't think I've ever seen two people more impenetrable than those two. No. Like they don't show even a moment of insecurity. They might be feeling it, but I'm just saying they have not even exposed any sort of no. like, I'm in my head about this whole process. Mm -hmm. I'm nervous about fantasy suites. You're, it, zero. zero. So they're just like bizarrely able to handle this situation. And Gabby, I think feels so much more spiraling, especially because she's, bookended by these two people that are so not yeah um but i thought I, at first i was kind of like wow she's really freaking out but then i thought about myself i was like man if i you know you're, you're kind of putting yourself in this position of like it's a show right it's all fake anyway right you're kind of like as a watcher sometimes you can kind of slide into this like but when you actually think i'm gonna get engaged to this person and right before i'm gonna get engaged he's gonna have sex with two of my friends mm-hmm like that's wild. If you weren't like, of course, freakishly strong, like you'd lose your mind. So it's like I just sympathized with her in that moment of like her spiraling. I was like, oh, that would be like really intense oh, to like just be percent. sitting there on a date looking like, so how's your day going? Knowing yeah. that like this is gonna happen or has happened, it's oh. like it's a lot. Oh to no, deal I'd with. be a Gabby. For me, it'd be like all the emotional connections, not yeah. the physical so much. I'd be like, oh my god, like how. Are, is there like deep love and yeah. am I lying to myself? Like maybe he's just like feeding me a line sure. because he has to keep three people around totally. and like, does he really it's care? A real test. It's yeah. You don't know. Test. It's a lot. I know. And I, and I will say when he sat with her um, and she, uh, you know, told him, she's like, it's not you. It's the fact that like, this is all like, I feel so much and I'm feeling, just, I've just been in my head. Um, and he was very much there for he her. He was. He was very good. And he handled it very he well. He handled it very well. And I felt like he talked uh, talked her through everything in the sense that like he also then, you know, had that moment where he was like relating to her. He's like, I know this feeling. I understand. Like they had that moment together. Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like he I felt like he knocked that specific conversation out of the park. He did a really good job of helping her come down. Yes. For sure. Yes. I was impressed. Um, but then they have the night portion, which I think brought them together in a probably pretty powerful way. Probably. Yeah. I think that connected them. Probably. Like it could have broke them mm -hmm. if he wouldn't have handled it right. And she couldn't have come back. But the fact that they were able to do that, it probably really bonded them. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> yeah. 
Yes. So during the night portion, then, you know, they continue to have conversation about why she was struggling and why she was in her head. That's why that feeling of like getting the second fantasy suite date. I was like, what about the person who gets the third? <laughs> I'm like, what about the third person? But, you know, that those all those feelings were coming up, yeah. um, which are so valid. But Zach then made some comment. He's like, you do deserve to be number one. And I'm like, this is a rich, weird time to to share that. And like in this situation, we're like, you deserve to be number one. It was one of those moments like where he said to Charity, like, I can't give you the love that you deserve. And it's like, just there's those, those things that you're like, you don't have to say that. You, you can just be supportive and, and you know, listen to what the person's saying. But. And, and I'll be honest, too, like in sympathy for Zach, I go, these are impossible things to answer. Like when people go like, I'm nervous about the future and there's nothing I could tell you. Like, right. He says stuff like just trust in our connection. And I'm like, of course I can't trust in our connection. <laughs> of course I can't. You're dating 30 other people. Like I can't trust in it at all. Oh, so I don't know you. And I know so you what said, am I supposed yeah. to trust? And I, I don't know said you. This 50 times. So like, how could I possibly trust you telling me exactly what you've told other people? Like I have, it's built into the concept. I cannot trust you. So like, I do feel for him in the way of like, I don't, how, how do you answer the question when the person goes, I feel like I'm being chosen second and it hurts my feeling. I go, you literally are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I guess he can't say like, Hey, I don't design the order of these dates. It, so and even if he did, who, so then the, whoever he chooses first, that means there's a second. That means there's a third. It doesn't mean he doesn't like them more. I, I don't think so. It's just like, there is impossible scenarios there that like, if you don't just accept the reality, like you're going to struggle talking about this. That's true. It's true. Well, he, um, he then shares, oh, so he though ends up feeling like very validated by her because she then starts to let him know how special he is and how amazing he is and how kind yeah. he is. And I feel like you physically see him burst with joy. Yeah. I don't know if I've seen a smile like that on him throughout this whole season. He is overcome by the affirmation. Mm -hmm. He's living for the affirmation. You can tell he's a words of aff guy. Oh, big words of aff guy. The love languages. He's <laughs> yeah. not a gift guy. He's a words aff yeah, guy. Yeah, he, wa he wants to hear from you how great, I am. How great he is yeah. and how much your family loves mm -hmm. him. 1,000%. 1,000%. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But he um, he then shares with her that a lot of people view this as sex week, yeah. but he will not be having sex in the fantasy suites and he knows it's not conventional. And that's when she says it didn't bring her relief. She says in her ITM, don't feel relief with this one. And then like you brought up uh, earlier, she's like, I feel like I want to have sex with the person before I get engaged to them mm -hmm. um, and that sex is important. She goes, are you bad at sex? <laughs> And he goes, wait, no, I'm being a hero. She goes, do you suck in bed? Is that why you're doing this? And the whole thing flips. And all the women go, yeah, do you just suck? <laughs> and, you're, and you're just afraid of that? Is that? And you're trying to make it sound like we shouldn't because it muddies the waters. But do you suck in bed? <laughs> like Gabby's the one kind of like made to look like she's spiraling and she's just like insecure. And then reality hits. And she goes, do you suck? <laughs> wait a second. He's like, wait, uh, no. Um. Well, we though see, okay, so then we see Gabby and Gabby is a little bit like, I can't wait to show him my skincare routine. Yeah. I know that he said that there's not going to be sex, but like, I feel like this is an important part. So like, we'll see. She was a little bit like, we'll see mm -hmm. if we don't end up. Yeah, right, right, right. She was like, I'm not sold. Right. And they end up, of course, having they trip into a dark boat that then travels to their room. Mm -hmm. They have these... 
these editors have mischievous music going on as she's like look at the bed and like let's make out like making it seem like she's this like come over here that's ridiculous with the music i was like seriously unbelievable (laughs) unbelievable unbelievable okay before we talk about the next morning because boy does it take a turn uh gotta take a quick pause family you all know that vegamore is the apple of my eye i am so grateful for vegamore i've shared over the years about my hair struggles and for years i've tried everything to get silky strong hair more hair and for myself nothing was working especially long term and then i tried vegamore wow what a difference my hair is so much healthier and stronger now and it's growing since i started using it about a year ago i mean mm. i guess it's been a little more than a year yeah i i love it your hair so looks much. amazing babe thank you, thank you. vegamore's clean and vegan approach to hair health uses smart botanicals that promote visibly thicker fuller longer looking hair and they do it without the use of harmful chemicals all their products are cruelty free and never contain potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones i've loved all of vegamore's products their dry shampoo is the best and their grow hair serum has worked incredibly for me it doesn't make my hair greasy which is amazing it's huge i highly recommend that and i highly recommend their grow revitalizing shampoo and conditioner kit it works together to create visibly thicker hair and improve hair from the roots so all you have to do is just massage the shampoo uh, into your scalp for 60 seconds and then you follow up with the conditioner on the lengths and ends it is truly that simple and it makes it so easy to remember to stay consistent Vegamore is my forever. It truly is my forever. Give your hair exactly what it's been craving with Vegamore. Go to vegamore.com slash momdad and use code momdad to save 20% on your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash momdad, code momdad to save 20% at vegamore.com slash momdad. Okay, so I shave, and if your personal choice is to shave too, then I have to tell you about Athena Club. Athena Club's razors are a 10, okay? They're designed with built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn while being gentle on curves. The razor blade is surrounded by a water-activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid, which is a holy grail for skincare. It makes Every part of me feels so good. The razor handle color options are so cute too. Aesthetically, I love yeah. Athena Club. No, so they, good. So they good. They look amazing. The best part is the razor kit is only $9 and comes with two blade heads, uh, a magnetic hook for the shower storage, and your choice of handle color. And with Athena Club, you never have to think about blade refills because you choose how often you want your replacement blades shipped to you for free, and you'll never be stuck with an overused blade longer than it should be used for. These razors are truly amazing. I mean, they have thousands of five-star star reviews i am one of those five star reviews i love athena club and oh my god okay they also have the most luscious shave foam i have ever felt it leaves my skin feeling soft and hydrated and smooth um i can't get enough of it and by the way athena club has more than just razors they have incredible and affordable body skin period care and wellness products so check out their website for sure show your skin you care with athena club razor kit uh, head to athenaclub.com and use code MOMDAD for 25 percent off your first order that again that's athenaclub.com and use code MOMDAD for 25% off. Athena Club also launched in Target stores nationwide this month. So make sure you check out the shaving aisle to buy their products in store in real life. Mm-hmm. Okay, so next morning. Now this is where it gets quite disastrous. 
Because the next morning, what I think is the most important part to note, um, they're quite, quite giddy. They're quite happy. They are rolling about flirty in bed. But in Gabby's ITMs, she, in my opinion, is very careful to not say that they were physically intimate. Yeah. She says that they had a great cuddle sesh, that they had a great conversation, that they got to know each other better, and that she's feeling wonderful, okay? Yeah. So she makes it very clear in her ITMs that this is not... And at this point, you know, as the audience, we don't know. Did they? Didn't they? Because in her ITMs, she was like, yeah, it was a great night, yeah. and we got to know each other better, and it was wonderful, and da-da-da. Which all that you need to know from that is this woman did not want to share this private moment with the world and potentially the staff, the <laughs> producers, the rest of the contestants. Yeah. Okay. Zach, on the other hand, goes into full confessional booth mode. He gets in his ITM and he's like, uh-oh. He says it was a very passionate night for him and Gabby, uh, very special, but now he feels like he's keeping a secret. Yeah. And we know Zach doesn't like to keep a secret, so he made an emergency call, and because Sean wouldn't pick up his phone and he's blocked Zach's number. Gosh. He's like, I already, my contract's paid, done. <laughs> he changed his number. He didn't block it. He changed it. <laughs> Zach's just leaving a million voicemails. Sean, call me. This our 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 plan went to shit. <clears throat> He's leaving a million voicemails on Sean's phone yeah. that Sean's now completely like just like gotten rid of. Changed the number. It's just he checks it, you know, a a week later, and Zach's left four hundred voicemails. Like, Sean, why are you calling Sean, me? Sean, 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 help, help, help. Can you put Catherine on the line, please? I have more questions. <laughs> Your plan didn't work. He's like, I didn't make a plan. What are you talking about? Sean, you screwed me. Um, <laughs> Because Sean wouldn't pick up. They brought Jesse in for yeah, an emergency yeah. sit down. Jesse, by the way, he's eating this up right now. Bless his soul. He's yeah. like, oh, this is the drama that we've been waiting right, for. Right. It's been pretty casual. We've been trying to see if we can get the pot stirred a little bit this season. Hasn't really worked. Uh, but we have now found your Achilles heel. You can't keep a secret. And you're too honest. Yeah. So now here we go. And Zach says, Gabby and I decided that we both wanted to have sex together. Just says it. Puts it out into the universe yeah. for all to hear. You were sitting next to me. Yeah. My, I was fuming because all I could think about, and then of course we, we feel Gabby and see Gabby's reaction later. All I'm thinking about is we just saw Gabby's ITM where she clearly didn't bring it up. And now you, without her consent, are revealing everything that happened during a very private moment in the fantasy suite where there are no cameras. Okay. Yeah. If you want to tell Katie off camera that you had this promise that you'd made to yourself and you broke it, 
I guess you could, even though to me too, I'm still like, this is, there's still, that's where then I can get kind of like jumbled up. Cause I'm like, yeah, it's still though. That's like, that's Gabby's. Yeah. That's not just Zach's well, let's, moment. Let's, let's get into when he then visits her. Cause okay. that to me is the, is the interesting part. Cause like he sits down with her. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's this like, it's very weird. Cause she's just going, well, we, well, you know, I know you said we weren't going to have sex and then we ended up doing it and it was a great moment. It was really connected. And then he's having this whole like spiral of like, I know we said we weren't and now we did and I don't regret it at all, but I regret not keeping my word. And now I have to tell everyone about it because <laughs> I told everyone I wasn't going to do this you yet. Everyone needs to be aware. Yeah, everyone, everyone <laughs> my mom, my friends, my dad, my call accountant, the local news. <clears throat> call the news. <laughs> yeah. CNN, MSNBC, Inform Fox, the call them all. <laughs> Um, they all need to be alerted that I had, that I, that I went back on my word and I'm a liar and I need to pay. Like, it was like this weird, almost self, like flatulation thing. Flatulence. Flatulence. Flatulation. I think that's gas. Oh, public urination and yeah, self-flatulence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are the two bands that tour together. Um, <clears throat> it just felt very like, it just felt very weird. Cause like even Gabby is sitting there going, huh? Like she's not buying it. You know, he's going, I, I need, you know, and I, it's just that I care. It kind of started to get, I care about you. And then he. And then he out of nowhere, mm. like confesses that like, I'm falling in love with you. Like a mm. panic, he had, like mm -hmm. a panic moment where like, she's not buying it. She's looking at him going, first of all, why are you exposing that we did this? This was not consensual that I'm okay with you shouting Sharing from the rooftops this. that yeah. I had sex with you. So yeah. that's, that's yeah, I already. I didn't tell you you could call the local news. So you already like betrayed my trust like, uh -huh. and, and you took away my autonomy. Uh-huh. So you, yeah, so you went out and you told everyone this intimate moment, which I didn't say I was cool with. Uh -huh. She's handling it pretty cool, even though like her face is just like completely saying like, I am getting the biggest ick on you right now. I can't even handle it. Oh, she was She was done. City. And then when she, when he said, I'm falling in love with you, which he hasn't done to anyone else, she, she knew he was doing it in a panicked way. Yes. She knew that he was just like spurting that out to like, hopefully like band-aid the yeah, thing. Yeah, she didn't buy that shit at all. But then like, Cause then he leaves going, by the way, I'm going to tell Katie we did this. And it's like, well, I don't want her knowing like that was the energy, you know, but she's like, I just better play this chill right now. Cause this could backfire in a weird way. Um, yeah, I think she was probably just rattled too. It's, it's like, what am I so supposed to say right now? You know what I mean? It's like, you know, and then it was kind of, yeah, it was all clouded and it's like, well, I'm doing this cause I care about us so much. And like, I could see a, a life with you. So I'm going to go tell this next date that I had sex. Like it was so strange well and that's the thing too when he um when he was like i need to be transparent with everyone yeah. she was like first of all i didn't realize you were so bothered by this yeah like why are you so messed up like about why are this? you so agitated about this and then she was like i took it like it was between us and that's where it was everything yeah. was meant to be private and between us and it's not and then she said in the itms it makes me feel like our trust was broken Mm -hmm. And so she, it was very clear. And she said to him, yeah, she said like, uh, uh, pretty sure this was supposed to be between me and you. And now yeah. the cameras are in this room and the lights are everywhere. And you're having this moment with me. She's like, I thought when you showed up to my door and you were knocking that you were just being a little clingy. Post you're yeah. like, he knocked on the door. They had just ended their date. And like two hours later, he's knocking on the door and she answers the door and he literally goes, hello, beautiful. And she's like, Oh, I brought you flowers. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, you're, she's like, you're back so soon. <laughs> she's like, aren't you supposed to be on a date? And he's like, yeah, I just want to follow up. Uh, was it, you said it was good. Was it good? She promise. 
Was it good? Did you like that thing I did? Promise. When I said <laughs> in the middle of it, what's your favorite thing about me? Did that bother you? It's like, in, in, at first you probably thought, oh, he's coming to kind of like give me extra like love even before he hits on the yeah. state, like just to really confirm like, you know, you're the, my number one. Like, mm-hmm. And then he makes it this whole thing about like, I I regret it, but I don't regret it. And I'm going to tell everyone about it now and be this like martyr. It was so strange. And she she was confused, like the top level confused. She didn't understand why he was doing this, what he's talking about, like what's going on. No. Like, and she was also pissed. And if I yeah, was Gabby, I'd be pissed too. the level of red I would be seeing is unexplainable mm-hmm. like i would be so furious and then like you said too and then I, he just kind of out of nowhere is like Buh. he sees her face and he's by the way i'm falling in love with you and then when he made the comment like i you know i just need people to know if then we move forward and da, 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 cut to him having a conversation with katie later that day saying like you know I want you to know if you're the one at the end about this. I'm like, okay. He's, he's, he's panic. Okay, panic it's guy. Panic city. He's fully panicking and he blurted out the falling in love because he hasn't said that to anybody yet. Not even close. And it was like a, such a strange moment to do it. And she, she was like just... Okay. And it was also like, if I'm the one you're falling in love with, like why does everybody then need to and then know? When they, because like, you get, guess what you didn't do? You didn't tell Ariel. Yeah. You were sending Ariel well, home. I was going to get to that. And but you it, didn't tell Ariel. Well, the whole... I mean, yeah, the whole Free thing is... The whole thing is you have another chance to fix this with Katie. Like Mm -hmm. you could just continue on like you should have from day one and not said a word to Katie and just hung out with her. And if you guys end up hooking up, you hook up. And if you don't hook up, you don't hook up. The only person, the only single person that has any fallout from this is Ariel. Correct. So the only person that you would possibly, if you wanted to tell to is Ariel. And the only person who didn't get a sit down was Ariel. Correct. So it was like, correct. You went into this next oh, date. Oh, I can't wait for after the final rose. Yeah, you know, Ariel's so, probably going to be super low yeah, key about it, but like, I'm like, Ariel, make a statement. But it was just so strange. <laughs> yeah, I listen. I believe with every fiber of my being, seeing Gabby in the situation, I believe wholeheartedly, and we see how she, the, her interaction after she accepts his rose, I think she's leaving. I think she's oh, out. I think okay. she's over him. Okay. And it's like, how am I supposed to now navigate this? Right, right. The ick is there. I don't trust him. But I've been here now for however many months and we've gotten to know each other. How, like, I think she's a little bit in shock right now. And it's, I think she's going to be like, how do I leave? And I yeah. think she's out. I think it's going to be a big explosion. I think she's leaving. Yeah. And I think, I, I, I like that. And I think that, like, for me, it was like, up until this moment, you blew it, right? You blew the sex thing. You told Ariel you weren't going to have sex. You didn't have sex. You told Gabby you weren't going to have sex. You did have sex. So you messed up the situation. The person who I feel the most bad for is though Katie in some ways. Because it's like Katie is the only one who has a chance to not be like Katie is the bystander. You know what I mean? Like Katie goes into the third one and he starts like he's like they're doing the rowing. You could tell he's nervous because he's not saying anything. He's just kind of rowing and they're kind of sitting there and she's going, isn't it beautiful? And he's like, yeah, yep. and it's like so stunning. It's, it's stunning and, and beautiful. Like, and he's just kind of like one word answering her. Yep. 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 He's yep. he's all he's doing is waiting to right. tell her. So then they sit down. <laughs> they sit down. He takes her to part of the mangrove where it's pouring rain 
and it's dark and foreboding in that corner. And, and then he's the like, water and they're uncomfortably sitting. It was just, and she's like, wow, isn't this amazing? And he's like, I need to tell you something. It's like, yeah. oh my God. So he goes on this long diatribe about like, uh, about how he, you know, was intimate last night. I, wo- I was intimate last night. And, you know, Katie's just confused. Like, first of all, why are you telling me this? I assumed you had. <laughs> So I didn't need you to confirm it and like push it in my face and tell me like all the positions you used, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, he's literally um, like, I'm going to give you a step-by-step manual, a novel exactly about what happened. Yeah. Okay. And, and she's going, and it's weird because it's like, he didn't break a promise to her. He didn't tell Katie before, I'm not going to have sex with you. Mm-hmm. Right? No. He said, by the way, I put some parameters in place and I broke those. And she's like, okay, why are you telling me this? Like, I wasn't, it wasn't like, like if Gabby was the last one, then both the women you could argue deserve a conversation at least to say that. But it's like yes, but yes. You know if you're gonna saying? make that declaration at the beginning, and Gabby's and you say the last that, one, yes, and then that would have happened. Then that's like okay, yeah. We need to have maybe have Katie a conversation. wasn't a part of this at all. No. So it's like he goes into this thing, makes it all about that. The fact that she stuck around was pretty incredible. Like I w- at that moment, I would have been like, I don't understand you. Like, this I, is so strange. I I, I'm clearly not on the same page. This is so strange. Like not only are you shoving in my face that you hooked up with someone last night, but now you're kind of making it like, what, what does this do with us tonight? Then are you down to have sex tonight or no? Are you going back to your rule? Right. Like, what, what how am I supposed to maneuver this? this? Like I cannot even imagine what the actual fantasy suite looked like for them that night and how uncomfortable it must've been. Like yeah. if I was Katie, my anxiety would be through the roof because I'd be navigating exactly what you just said. Like, okay, now are we, yeah, like, are, are, we, go, are we going to no? like, or are we not? Or are you bad? I, I don't understand. And then she clearly had the vibe of like, I don't think we're gonna because I don't want to kind of vibe. Yes. And then, but then she's kind of going like, or does this just make your plan easier to like, I'm just so confused on like what you want from this now. And she said what all of us were thinking. She literally said to him as soon as he told her that he needs to know, or she needs to know about, uh, or, or when he said, I need to talk about my brain. He's like, can you look at me? Everything was so awkward. And then he was kind of like forcing hugs constantly and holding. He was panicking. He got lost in his own sauce, man. Oh, big time. And no, like I said, she she was saying what everyone was thinking. She's like, I know going into this that it could happen. Okay. It sucks to think about. And he says that he doesn't want you guessing, having to guess. And she's like, I could have went without hearing that. Yeah. And I could have assumed that was the case. But now you've created a monster. You've put it right in my front of my face. Correct. It's like, here's the sex video we made last night, right before we have our date. What do you think about this? It's like, I don't need to see that. Right. You know? Uh, and then she even said, like, what do you want me to do? Like, say thank you? Like, because he was kind of being like, I need to be honest with you and tell you the truth. And she's like, first of all, no, you don't. Second of all, like, that's your own rule you create. Yeah. Like, I never said... Before this, whatever happens on Fantasy Suite Week, you need to tell me who you hooked up with and who you didn't. He created this on his own brain. Well, and that's the thing. And if you're going into this and you're one of the contestants and you've watched this show for years, everyone knows the format. Like I said, for generations, we know the format. There might be things assumed. The show might play with us with like the do not disturb and like the sexy yeah. music. But if you've watched this show time and time again, you know the format of how this goes. And then all of a sudden you're one of these women and Zach throws this loophole and you're like, what? You're now sharing yeah. this with me. And 
I wanted her to leave so bad. I wanted Gabby to yeah. leave. I wanted her to leave. I wanted the whole cast to just pick up epic. and just peace out and be like, we're done. But she did she did make it clear to him, which I thought was very good. And wow, I mean, I give her such props. Like, I would have been like, peace out. I have nothing to say to you. But she did explain to him, like, when he was trying to do the whole you know what, I was doing this, I'm doing this for us and potentially for the future. And she was like, no, this is not this is what needed you. to happen. Yeah. This is not what I wanted. And now I have this whole burden that I have to carry. Yeah. So she then went off and was talking to the producer and she was like, I'm not happy. I should be happy right now. And I am not happy. And we've had conversations in ITMs before with Katie about how she has these trust issues and she feels like she can't trust men. And... I'm like, oh my God, she's going to leave. Yeah. She shows up. I also wanted Zach to fucking get on the ground and worship and kiss her feet. Yeah. And he was just kind of like, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Yeah. And I'm like, I wanted that man to literally be on all fours being like, you want to tie me up like a dog now? Yeah. What do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because yeah. after all of that shit, she showed it's up. It's pretty amazing she stayed. I, I, I would have at least like... Been like, hey, I need like an hour. Well, to, she did. She, know, she took time. Yeah. She walked away with the producer for a little bit. I'm just saying like, yeah, I would have. But yeah. there was a few hours okay. in between, but they would have yeah, had that's that true. anyway. She went back. Yeah, yeah. They I probably just, would have had that anyway. Oh, man. And she came back and she was like, yeah, I'm willing to push through this. And I was like, dang. And like, I, I was also too just thinking that potentially she wouldn't show up at all for the night portion and then maybe would show up to the rose ceremony. Yeah. I was thinking maybe she'd be like, I'm taking the night. I'm not yeah. going to finish off the rest of the night, but she did. And um, I spent the whole night together, which is crazy after all that awkwardness. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, she tests, she says, uh, she says it's something that they can get through. It's worth it for him. If, if she's, if she's that early on willing to fight that hard, I will say like, I mean, she must really, whoever like she him. ends up with too, like <laughs> you got someone that's willing to put the work in, man. Cause he oh made it, he made it gosh. very difficult. Uh, and then, and then during the rose ceremony, he comes up and he's like, and you're like, okay, there's no way he's going to talk about it again. <laughs> he's not going to say it. He's, he's no. not going to say it. He walks and right he up, up in front of all the women, still hasn't said anything to Ariel, at least yeah. that we saw. Maybe it was behind the scenes that we didn't see it. But, but again, Ariel kind of has a look of like, what? Ariel looks confused. Yeah, she looks confused. She looks confused. And I feel like we would have seen that clip yeah. if he would have had that conversation with Ariel. Maybe not for time's sake, but I feel like we would have. But he st stands up in front of all three of those women and he's just like, I made a promise to myself. <laughs> I put a lot of parameters in place. And you're just like, oh, are you seriously doing this again? Like, just let it die at this point. You guys have both worked through it. You've talked to Gabby. You've talked to, you've barely made it out alive. And all you need to go is, ladies, you know, I've had an amazing time with you, you know, through the ups and the downs. Like, you could have even allude to, like, the difficulties of the week. You could just say that. <laughs> I told everyone from day one I was not going to bang any of you, and I banged one of you. Can you guess who it is? I bet you can't. <laughs> you know, it's just like, what are you can doing? You, can you guess who it is? And if you guess right, you get a dollar. It's just like, what is happening? <laughs> Ariel looked so confused, and my heart was just retching for Gabby, because Gabby, when the women were walking uh, out and lining up Gabby was looking at the women and you could tell because she knew that Zach was going to tell yeah, them so or she at knew least they knew so but yeah. she doesn't know who he's going to tell so she's kind of looking like who knows did he say that it was me right like she doesn't know anything 
So she's flying blind in this whole situation. Which brought her then to feeling like she had an A tattooed on her or whatever, that she had like the scarlet letter oh, basically. Oh my God. So then both people were burned because you got Katie going like, well, I got screwed because I got told about this and then kind of like basically felt like there was no way for me to go. Then Gabby gets burned. She is then made to feel like the one who... Well, you it's know, also, is exposed. It's also, it's, it's, the whole thing is making it, making Gabby feel like what she did was wrong. Mm -hmm. Like Zach coming in and being like, he like, you know, he made a couple comments, uh, you know, I don't regret it, but, and then putting all, dumping all over this woman about how he's disappointed in himself and now he needs to go confess and this is now so stressful for him. It makes Gabby feel like this intimate moment they had that she did something wrong, which she 1 billion percent did not. And he was the one who set these parameters up. He's the one who, without her consent, then went and shared with the world about their intimate moment. Yeah. And then... He was also the one who's not realizing that it's not all about him and how Gabby feels in this situation. Yeah. It's not all about him and his rules right. and his retention. Okay? And at the end of the day, at the end of the day. Oh, and by the way, can I say this too quick? What she said, which I thought was like highlight of the episode, literally highlight this, put it on a wall. Uh, she said he cleared his conscience at the expense of my heart. Mm, big time. Big time. And that's exactly what that shit was. Yeah, the whole thing was about him. She's like, I feel blindsided. My trust is broken. I don't know if I want this rose right now. He ends up giving the first rose to Katie, and then he gives the second rose to Gabby, and Ariel goes home. And, and at the end, when he's like not even looking at her. Oh my. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. I, so felt, that, I felt, I mean, the rage. Yeah. So at the end, they're all sitting there kind of talking before like the, the show wraps. And they're like, okay, I'm excited for this next stage. Next week's final rose, da, da, da. And he's just staring at Katie the whole time. And Gabby's like, he wouldn't even look at me. So it's just like, oh, bro, you are. Oh, let me at him. <laughs> oh, let me at him. I want to get in there. Let me at him. Also, I do have to say, I love Katie. Adore Katie. When her and Gabby are standing there, Zach's walking Ariel out. And Katie looks at Gabby and goes, by the way, I know that you were the only one. And you see Gabby's face. And I'm like, I, I understand that maybe Katie was trying to ease the tension and be like, just FYI, like, I know. Mm. But it also is like, what is Gabby supposed to say to that? And now this is so awkward. And it mm. just. It didn't <sighs> seem like their energy was weird, though. It almost felt like they were just like, talking, but like, I heard you're the one. I, know, like, I guess I know. what? This and whole I know thing that they're like besties. Yeah. They post together constantly, like montages with Probably each other and they love each other. It, yeah. I know, but it just on TV. And I, like I said, I love her, but just the way it translated, I was just like, oh, oh yeah, I right. Like yeah. That. Mm -hmm. But next week. <laughs> Honestly, I will say this. It puts me in a place where, like, I have no idea what's going to end. No, I, I, I don't. What's like, your prediction? Let's do predictions for next week. My prediction, because like, because like, here's the thing, like if it wasn't for everything going down the way it was, like the the fact that he did go back on his word and hook up with Gabby makes me feel like he clearly has such an intense connection with Gabby that like he couldn't withstand, right? The fact that Katie and him didn't, Katie and Ariel didn't, and he did with Gabby shows that like there is some sort of like electricity there, like he yeah. couldn't even deny, you know? Um, So on paper, I say... They seem him and Gabby seem to have a lot in common. They seem to really connect. Problem is, is now Gabby seems to be extremely turned off by him and yeah, like yeah. not that into it. Yeah. Katie seems to be willing to work through things. So mm -hmm. it's it'll be interesting. I'm more like I could see Gabby kind of pulling the eject button 
then Katie being like, well, I don't want to win by default. Mm-hmm. And then nothing really happening almost. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of feels like. So if Gabby comes through and is like down to fight, I think Gabby wins. If Gabby pulls the plug, the whole thing's out. Okay. And not because Zach wants it to be done. But yes. because then Katie goes, I don't want to win by default. You know, we can hang out, but I don't want to. I won't accept this rose, but I'll like go out with you or whatever. That's okay. my guess. This is my prediction. Okay. Okay. I believe that both women leave. Okay. Okay. So similar to what you're saying. And right. I think Gabby's probably the first to leave. I believe both of them leave and that Zach is single or he, he, I've seen him do a bunch of interviews and he's like, I'm happy. I'm happy. Like whatever. So either he's trying to put on kind of a, like I'm happy in my single life and whatever, but I feel like he's alluded to that. He's in a relationship. If he is in a relationship and he's not just trying to fool us in these interviews, I believe both women left and then he got into a relationship with one of them after the show ended. Right, right, right. Like it was a follow-up and then they yeah. rekindled sure. and all of that. But sure. I believe that both will go because mm-hmm. the energy is rough. And I and I think if someone does stay and they get to the point of engagement, I do not believe either of the women will accept an engagement. Yeah. Th- this is my <coughs> prediction. And I'm actually like really, really psyched about next week. I'm to excited too because I have no clue. There's not even like a, oh, you know, usually you kind of have like a pretty strong understanding. It's like, no, no clue. This episode got me so charged and yeah. I was so agitated through the entire thing. Just like, what are you doing? And I just get felt so frustrated doing? for the women. Yeah. Um, but next week we have the finale, the three hour finale um, that includes after the final rose that will air on Monday. So it's mm-hmm. only one episode mm-hmm. next week. Mm-hmm. So our episode will be out on Wednesday Normal. per usual next week with the finale. And also next week we will be announcing what show we'll be diving mm-hmm. into next. So stay it tuned for sick. that. We're, We're, We're excited. super excited. Yes. So we'll announce that next week. Um, before we wrap. We wouldn't ever wrap without. without. Oh. <laughs> I was like, who's going to say it first? <laughs> and then None I had a moment where I was like, Lee, it. hit the music, hit the music, hit the music. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was just waiting for somebody to say it. <laughs> okay, we had okay. to take a quick break. We are back um, because the puppies have woken up. Yes, the puppies are here. <laughs> Say hello to Arthur. <laughs> and of course, sweet Ash. And they're going to join us. Yes. As we, of course, do our call, call home. <laughs> Remember, you can always call Hi, mom and dad. Uh, I have an ick story for you. Um, About five years ago, I was dating on Tinder and I agreed to go on a movie date with this guy. Um, As we were in the movie (laughs) watching, he leans over to me and asks me if we can leave. And I was like, sure. So we leave. And he's like, do you want to walk to Barnes Noble? Because there was a Barnes Noble really close. And I said, sure. And we get to, (laughs) you know, the movie was fine. I'm an easygoing person. But this is this is where the it came in. We went to the Barnes Noble that had a Starbucks. And we went up to the barista. And he said, can I get a coffee at 165 degrees? And then I was already like, what? 
And so he ordered his coffee being at 165 degrees. And then we walked away and he was like, this is 135 if I've ever tasted it. And needless to say, that gave me the ick pretty bad. And like other people I've heard telling their ick stories, I it was hard to explain. But I, just after that, it was just a, it was a no go, honestly. OK. Yeah. OK. Mm. Listen. First of all, acknowledge this fully because some people have specificities sure. about their coffee, sure. sure, but it's one of those things where it's like, I love Starbucks. I have Starbucks right here. Uh, but Starbucks isn't like some high-end coffee. Right, you know, right, it's pretty right. like, you know, low-key. You're not going to an expensive uh, coffee beanery. Coffee tasting. Yes, and getting all sorts of tastings and, and observing the notes of the coffee. So to ask for a specific temperature, is it's a choice. But yeah. then to realize... And no, deep in your heart, it is not the right temperature and then have a problem with it. <laughs> I think for me, what this comes down to is when you're on a first date, you're on your best behavior. Yes. So if your best behavior is leave a movie early. Yeah, that's all. Yeah. What was that about? Want, what it screams is like high level selfishness and like obsession with whatever you want. So yes. it's like we're leaving this movie early because I'm bored with it or I want coffee. We're going to this place where I want coffee. I get the coffee that I want, how I want it. And if I don't, and if they don't give it to me how I want it, I'm going to make it known that I'm displeased. Yes. That's best behavior. Yes. So <laughs> he is clearly someone that is saying, I do whatever I want, no matter what. Yeah. We're going to leave this movie I'm because extreme, I want coffee. And I'm extremely particular. So there is no, like, I don't, I don't make concessions. No. For the things I want. No. And that screams to the person, the other person that like, oh, this is, I either just like <laughs> fall in line or my life's hell in this oh, relationship. Yeah. So yeah, it's like the when, biggest red flag ever. When, when the caller was first saying like, okay, you know, we left halfway through and he's like, let's go to Barnes and Noble. I'm like, is this going to be something where he's like I'm cute, like cute or even like, you know what? I liked the book better oh. and this movie isn't. And so I'm going to, let's look at the book instead. Yeah. I like the book better. Which is already would be kind of like, a, that's an interesting move yeah. to leave the movie halfway. But for the fact that it was like, oh, no, he definitely knew there was a Starbucks in there and he wanted coffee. I like the and idea he wanted just, it to be 165. Yeah. He just gets, I want coffee. And you're like, oh, geez. Okay. And you're like, Let's go. And you're like, okay, I guess we're done with them. I guess I was not going to see what happened. This is the end of this movie. And he's 165 degrees. I, I love this is 135 if I've ever had it. It's just like so particular. Like you just know that your life is going to be tough. Do you think his parents made him his 165 coffee every morning? And like that's uh, oh, potentially, potentially. Right. I agree. Well, you got out in a good time. You realize that that is not a match, and uh, I salute you for it. Okay, on to the next. Okay. The puppies are playing. Yeah, they, <laughs> they don't want to be out. Okay. <laughs> they want to hang out. What's up, mom and dad? Um, congratulations on the new podcast. I'm so glad you guys decided to continue together. Listening to you guys every week really does feel like home. Um, my question for you guys is how do I deal with my boyfriend's best friend who is kind of a douche canoe? Um, just to give you a quick picture. He is a mansplainer. He's very inflexible with his thinking. He makes really insensitive jokes sometimes but the tricky thing is he holds a lot of power in our friend group because 
he's super generous. He's always the one hosting parties, Mm -hmm. all of this stuff. Um, And it's just been hard for me because his personality does rub me the wrong way. But he has been friends with my boyfriend since they were kids. I know that it's a non-negotiable that they will continue to be friends, but I just need some pointers and tips of how to just kind of not get so bothered by the things that he says and does. So if you guys have any tips, that'd be super helpful. Thanks. That's The yucky friend is tough. tough. That's really tough. I mean, first and foremost, I would say this. Um, Like you said, they've been friends for a long time. If it was like a new friend with your boyfriend, I would be a little bit like, okay, what are your thoughts on your boyfriend being super close to an individual like this? Like, how does he feel about this friend? I I also would be curious about that. Like, is this something that you've had conversations with your boyfriend about? Um, Have you guys talked about how you feel about this friend of his? Does he agree with you? Is he a little bit like, yeah, I know how he can be, but I've known him since he, uh, him and I were really young. So we all hang out. Like, where does he stand? That would be my first question because. If he's like, what? Then that's tougher than I know. Yeah. That's a little bit then like, okay, where does he stand in certain you know, aspects of the way he thinks that clearly don't line up with yours. So I would, that would be interesting to me to have that conversation. If I were you, um, and this isn't like a deal breaker for you with you and your boyfriend, um, I would just be really honest with your boyfriend and be like, listen, I know that You might feel defensive if I say this because I know this person's been in your life for a really long time and maybe you have certain blinders up with him because you've just known him for so long and I know he's very generous with everybody so I know that you all appreciate him in that way but if I'm being perfectly honest with you, I'm not comfortable around him. Like he says this, this and that that I feel is like not appropriate. It's not okay. I fully disagree with him and when I'm around him, I, number one, don't feel great. I don't feel comfortable. I don't know if you feel like you want to say things to him, if you have said things to him, if you guys have gotten in like arguments. But if I was in your situation, I, I, as much as I know, then my hair just fully popped and came undone. Um, I know if I was in your situation that I would, that it's tough because you're like, okay, it's the friend group. And then I don't want to like not hang out with the full friend group because that might be important to your guys' relationship. But I might just make kind of a statement and be like, you know what? I'm not super comfortable and don't really vibe with this. <laughs> She's popping. My hair's just exploding. It's exploding. All right. The hair's down. Yes. Um, Looks beautiful. Thank you, honey. Um, but yeah, I would, I would make it pretty clear as uncomfortable as it might be. I might just say, hey, you know what? I might not want to be around when this guy's around like Mm. i know this is a good friend of yours and obviously you were saying he hosts these get-togethers but i might make a statement and take a stand and be like i understand that you guys are friends and that's not going to change but he's not for me so when he's hosting different events um i might just go hang out with my friends Mm. no i think that's good i think like, I think we've both been in scenarios where, like, yep. a certain individual and either of our friend group isn't our favorite person. Uh-huh. I'm a big believer in, like, two elements to it. One is your element, which is just, like, if you're not vibing with, like, let's say, a friend group. I mean, 
so let's just say like in my instances i've had you know back in the day when there was like a friend group i wasn't really into i would just be like oh yeah go have fun uh, no problem i'm gonna go hang out with my friends no big deal mm-hmm. um the other element is i personally look at it like this if everyone in the friend group's great your boyfriend's great and there's just one person you really don't like and they kind of hold a lot of power and you know it's a non-negotiable you know they're not going anywhere but you like everyone else in the group mm-hmm. i would encourage you to keep your opinions about him this would be my take to yourself and then if he says some dumb stuff call him out for it person to person what can get tricky to me is when you are trying to speak through your boyfriend to his friend because he's going i love my friend now i'm caught in the middle what can kind of happen just it's almost like if you have a friend who's dating someone you don't like you can Try to tell them that you they shouldn't be dating them, but then it can poison your relationship. What I would do is more stand up for yourself in instances. If he says a joke that you don't like, I'd call him out. If you feel like it needs to be called out, be like, I think that's a shitty joke. I think that was insensitive. Mm-hmm. Get in with him. It might actually allow you guys to have a friendship and allow him to realize that he's going unchecked all the time. So he might be saying these jokes and then you call him out and then he might go, whoa, that was, or it might that was, be, I never didn't see that coming. Now all of a sudden he goes, I'm sorry, but I don't see you talking to your boyfriend about him in a way that you don't like him and then him fixing it and then everything work. I don't see that going as well as I'd like it to go. Right. That'd be my advice. Yeah, or is I like, guess if then you're making these statements to that guy when he's saying these things that are not okay, that then it might actually turn a light bulb on for your boyfriend to be like, oh shit, that's when he what said I mean. that, that wasn't cool. And then maybe he'll on his own start to maybe separate himself from this person. I know in, in past situations with you and with myself, when there's been a specific friend or two in both of our like separate friend groups that it was like, not, not a good vibe that, um, you know, eventually over time through conversation, each person, like we started to kind of see and be like, Oh, you know what? No, you know what that is? That is not, that's not okay. I think that's probably not somebody that I should be, spending tons of time with mm-hmm. um but i i also have i have the opinion too i agree with what you're saying but i also have the opinion too that like depending on uh the way that the conversation goes that it is important if this is somebody that is your partner that you think you might want to spend either a good amount of time with or the rest of your life with to be having those active conversations about like i know you've been friends with this person for like forever and we all have those people in our life but like if your boyfriend isn't standing up and saying something, I think there's a little bit of the behind the scenes of like, okay, well, why, why aren't you? Like, do yeah. you agree with these things? Right. Because obviously I have a different opinion on them. Right. And those might become problematic for you both long term. If you guys are both on separate pages and you think maybe he's just being quiet about it, but maybe he feels the same way that this guy does a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. So I think that it's important to have those conversations. Sure, sure. That's a separate deal. Too. You know, that's yeah. like there's two elements of it, which is yeah. you're having to hang out with this person and your boyfriend's reaction to the joke that was offensive or whatever you know but i would almost look at it like pretend you're not dating your boyfriend and you're just in a friend group where someone's you really don't like and they seem toxic how would you handle it yeah agreed all right agreed let's Let's do one more let's do one one more one more hi mom and dad love you guys hoping you can help me out with this difficult situation my best friend has a boyfriend who unfortunately me or none of my other friends really like and honestly she doesn't bring him around much so that we get Mm. to know him 
I'm getting married this year. And unfortunately, my fiance has a history with this person and does not want him to be invited to the wedding. I'm in a difficult situation because she's in my wedding party and I now have to tell her that her boyfriend cannot come to my wedding. And I just don't know how to do this without it causing any difficulties in our friendship Mm. at all. Do you have any advice on this situation? Thanks so much. First of all, I'm so sorry that y'all are, this is, these are tough. These are tough ones for sure. There's not like an easy Mm -hmm. answer to be like, friends and this and that. But we're here for you. We're here for you. But yeah, no, that's a tough one. I mean, listen, it will be tough. I don't think there's any way to sugarcoat it. Like it's going to be a tough and it's going to be an awkward situation. Um, and I'm so sorry that you're going to have to try to navigate that in the midst of planning a wedding, which should be like a joyous time for mm. you. Um, I would communicate that when it's getting tough. If you sit your friend down and go, listen, I love you. Obviously, I adore you. You're in my wedding party. You mean so much to me. But at the end of the day, um, you know, my fiance has these feelings about your boyfriend and um it's going to cloud the day and i also i don't know if you want to include how you feel about this person too but just being completely honest and being like it's gonna make the day complicated and my partner doesn't feel comfortable and if i'm completely honest this day is about me and my partner um and i love you and i don't want you to feel uncomfortable but that's just the truth of the matter and I don't want to like I would I would leave the conversation open in a way to be like, I want to hear how you feel about it, too. You know, like, let's talk about this. We love each other. Let's have this conversation. But also, I need you to know that this is such an important special day for me. And this is how it's going to be smoother. And just put it out there. Okay, That's my thought. Yeah. I know that it sucks. I know that that's not a fun, easy answer, but I'm a little bit like if your partner's like, this is a no go and you're also like, I don't like this person. If it's one of those things where you're like, it's going to implode the relationship and this is going to be a nightmare for me, then maybe that's a conversation with your partner. And you're like, is that, is it this big of a deal? I don't know what this person did in the history that they have. If you're like, is it this big of a deal that you will not be able to enjoy the wedding because it might implode my friendship with this person who was in my wedding party. Yeah. But at the same time too, there's a little bit of like, okay, like this is a person that is there to stand next to you in your wedding and love you and support you. And these can be really tough, hard conversations and they're really uncomfortable. But if we like, we love and support each other, like there's sometimes conversations that have yeah. to be have and had and they're really uncomfortable. But Oh, yeah, I, I don't know. I know that's tough. It sucks either way, you know. Um, don't know how close your fiance is to your friend, but you could also kind of have that conversation too. Yeah, and be like, I don't know what the and I don't know what the drama is between the guys. Yeah, that's the thing. You know, right? let's say he cheated him in business or stole money from him or something. Let's just I don't know. I'm just trying to think like what the drama is. Let's say oh uh, he he stole a client from me or so, I don't know something. I would say you know maybe have the friend talk to the fiance and be like hey like. The fiance could be like, hey, like, I really like you and, you know, you're a part of this family. But at the same time, like, you know, Johnny, me, him, him and me have a you know history and it's not great. 
And um, having him there would just make things complicated. Um, you know, we love you, but like, it's just the reality of the situation is like, I'm trying to have, celebrate the most important day of my life. And I'm only trying to have people there that I connect with. And I don't want to be around him and I wouldn't hang out with him in real life. Therefore, mm -hmm. I wouldn't invite him here. And I hope you could understand that, mm -hmm. you know? Hey, what about this? And I think if your friend doesn't understand, that's a whole nother issue. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause you're like, wait, if your friend's not willing to understand this is awkward, then that's a whole issue in and, itself. And like they were saying too, this is the boyfriend, like the, all the friends, like they have a problem with this person. So yeah. like clearly like and the everybody's- friend doesn't bring, around be doesn't bring him around because they know. So it's like, it seems pretty like yeah. conclusive. And if like, your friend knows that they don't bring him around because the people don't vibe, right. I think your friend also might understand that if you're like, we don't want him at the wedding. And if your friend doesn't, then we got a bigger problem to solve, yeah. which is your friendship with your friend. I have an idea. Yeah. Find out this toxic boyfriend's favorite band send anonymous tickets oh. to make him do your wedding on that exact day yes. or do something send him anonymous to make sure he's out of the country yes. and so that there's not even a conversation you mean to make sure that the band's touring the, in Norway that's the sneaky way yeah. to avoid this entire thing I love it I love it yeah man good luck I, I, I know it's tough but I, I really would encourage like maybe having your fiance talk to her if you guys are all friends yeah and be like yo this is the situation like I love you but like this is my wedding and he's ahead I got to pay for and all this stuff and yeah. it's just like not cool so if you can bring a yeah. friend that'd be cool you know Send, yeah sending you so much love and also just in the midst of all this I'm so sorry that you have to deal with this drama on your wedding There's always I hope you're like able this. to just really remember like what the day is really about mm -hmm. and, and even if there is drama just to focus on just the two of you and your love yes and try not to let the don't let the haters get in the way. Hey, man. <laughs> you know, this life's messy. Lucky. Thank God you have us. You know what I mean? Thank God you have your mom and dad to solve all these problems for you. Boom. Solved. Boom. Solved. <laughs> we love you. We love you finale all. Finale next week. We will see you next week at the finale and also the announcement of what show we will be covering next. We can't wait. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.